0: It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast Booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Sean Belegian.
2: Welcome everyone to historic Wisner Stadium in Pontiac, Michigan. Just about underway here in this five pre-district game. It's a Catholic League versus Catholic League matchup here in the first game of the MHSA playoffs. The visiting Divine Child Falcons taking on the home Brother Rice Warriors here today. Jeremy Idle alongside Sean Belichian to bring you the call high Top Wisner Stadium. Boy, is it cold out there. Get your gloves out, get your winter hats on. The weather took a turn for the worse, and we might just have to deal with that through the MHSA playoffs, and I think it's going to be really interesting come semifinal and finals time if, in fact, we're not playing indoors at Ford Field. What? weather is going to be like them you know jeremy
3: here's the crazy thing you never know what you're going to get michigan's such a grab bag you know you might get i mean it's freezing right now that make no mistake about it it's about 35 degrees out here next weekend i'm seeing temperatures into the 60s you never know what you might get but Listen, they've got their gloves on. I don't care what anybody sees. You hear it all the time. That ball stings. I mean, it stings down there, especially when you have a couple quarterbacks that can fire it with a bit of velocity. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on tonight.
2: You look at this district in and of itself, it's got to be one of the better districts in the MHSAA across all divisions. You have Brother Rice. You have Divine Child. You have Orchard Lake St. Mary's. You have Chelsea. You have South Lyon East. That's pretty darn good, isn't it?
3: Heck, yeah. And and you know what? Listen, this is a pretty darn good game. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. You know, we'll start with Divine Child. They really salvaged the season the last couple of weeks with a couple of big wins, and they got to be feeling really good about themselves. And, uh, you know, Jeremy, it was a little over a month ago, that Brother Rice was in here and they they lost a game to Catholic Central and they were feeling terrible about it. But look what they've been able to do since then, you know, taking care of business in a big way. So they look to continue that here tonight and this venerable old stadium.
2: And Brother Rice is a team when you talk to, you know, the coaching staff on the other end that says, hey, look, we're one of the only teams in the area in the Catholic High School League that is going to school in person five days a week, and that has a big impact because they haven't had to cancel any games due to COVID-19, but they have had some, you know, classmates, contact with classmates that have had it, which quarantines them. It doesn't cancel the game fully, but six, seven starters have been out. They have four guys, no starters out today, but that's still a, a big thing to think about going forward.
3: Absolutely it is. I mean, that that's something that you have to keep your eye on, but you know what? Let's give them credit. I mean, you know what? They've been able to stay the course. They've been able to win football games. Uh, they've been able to, you know, avoid the worst-case scenarios that so many people threw out there. And don't get me started. I'm going to keep my <laughs> mouth shut about that. But, they, you know what? Props to them. They've done it the right way.
2: Well, we'll have Sean's Mint Mortgage lending keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. Also, go to the MHSA offices for this week in high school sports that more is next right here on the Patriots stick with us
0: the CHSL game of the week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University
4: Chris Sabonic, broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending here with a special offer for our veterans from now through Veterans Day we're offering a half point discount on all VA streamlined refinance loans rates for these refinances are in the low two percents these streamlines are super fast We close them on average in under one week without an appraisal, and we don't need income or asset documentation. Give us a call today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com.
5: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you.
6: Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com.
0: You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot.
6: Hey, Warrior fans,
3: this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your Home for the Warriors FM 101.5, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
2: Divine Child and Brother Rice looking to do battle in this first game of the state playoffs here today from Wisner Stadium. Maybe outside my generation, but when a lot of people step inside this place, it's nostalgic, isn't it?
3: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, this this place has been here, I mean, an illustrious history, named after the former governor. It's been here since the 40s. And, you know, Jeremy, just a little side note, <laughs> uh, this turf that you see on this field mm-hmm. was supplied by... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Yes. When they were here to play Super Bowl 40, this was their practice field. And as a gift, they said, we're going to leave the turf here. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a nice. uh, Well, that's what color guys do. We come up with (laughs) useless info just
2: like that. So I've done my job. I have a great call tonight. That's a trivia question down the road, maybe 20 years or so from now that somebody will be able to answer. Maybe that's listening to this game. We kind of talked about it in segment number one and how Divine Child was able to right the ship and win their last couple games. It's a team that's faced some injury. It's a team that's very young, but they really really like their offensive line and they're all young as well. I mean, hardly any seniors in that group, mostly sophomores in fact, but there's guys sprinkled in there that already have division 1 offers.
3: Well, and you know, Jeremy, the the key component for them is it's it's been trial by fire. They've been able to learn on the job and you've watched them and this team get better as the year progressed. Especially, I think, offensively, you know, uh, Jeremy, they've been able to do that. But they've got a stout test tonight. Look, Brother Rice calling card this year, other than Rocco Milio, of course, defensively. I mean, they've played so well defensively. So uh, this is going to be a stout test for anybody.
2: Take a look at these two quarterbacks. Take a look at some of the other skilled players all the way around. There was a man that had 230 yards on the ground and three touchdowns last week for divine Shaw. we'll talk about him and some other falcons who are looking to make an impact here today but for now we send it to john johnson for this week in high school sports john
7: setting the standard automatic first downs and more up cross country it's all next on this week in high school sports hi again everyone i'm john johnson and welcome to this week in high school sports Andrea Stengard joined an elite club of runners at Ironwood High School last weekend at the Division II Upper Peninsula Girls Cross Country Finals. She became the third individual medalist in the school's history and in the race, top previously undefeated Ishpeming freshman, Lori Corpy. I just wanted
8: to stay with her and then try to maybe get a lead at the end, which is
6: kind of what I did. For the first two miles, I ran with her, and then the third mile, I managed to get a little lead.
7: Stengard became the first Red Devil runner since Jessica Gehring in 2012 to claim the top spot. A junior, Stengard will look to join Ann Somerville as the school's second two-time UP champion next year. Somerville claimed top Class C honors in 1996 and 1997. The girls' team titles went to Houghton, St. Ignace, and Munising in Divisions 1, 2, 3, respectively, last weekend. And the other individual medalists were Houghton's Paige Sleeman in Division 1... And Daisy England of Rockmid Peninsula in Division Three. You can read all about the girls' UP cross country finals on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our this week game balls go out to William Cooksey of Gross Point Woods University Leggett, who became the first number one singles four-time Lower Peninsula boys tennis champion in sixty years at last week's MHSAA singles finals. The individual tournament was changed this year to just a number one singles flight because of the pandemic. The last four-time winner from the Lower Peninsula was Hamtramck's Francisco Castillo from 1957 to 1960. The week before, Cooksey had led the Knights to the Division IV team title. Our other game ball goes out to the boys' soccer team at Muskegon-Mona Shores, which won its first district title since 2005 last week, topping Rockford in the championship game. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. The love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at mhsaa.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today, we're going to talk about one of the biggest rule difference areas in high school football from those rules used in college and pro games and that deals with automatic first downs. When watching that college game on Saturday or the pro game on Sunday, All of us know that there are several defensive fouls that give the offense an automatic first down. However, under high school rules, the opposite is true most of the time. The only high school fouls that result in an automatic first down for the offense are the roughing fouls. Roughing the passer, the kicker, the holder, and the long snapper. Fouls such as defensive pass interference or any other personal foul do not bring an automatic first down under high school rules. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSA website now to register. The Upper Peninsula Boys Cross Country Finals last weekend were highlighted by the dominance of Ishpeming in Division II and Marquette in Division I. Ishpeming placed its five scoring runners in the top six spots in the Division II race, winning the crown for the sixth time in seven years. Marquette grabbed four of the top seven places in winning the Division I title. Dollar Bay won its first ever title in Division Three, easily outdistancing the rest of the field. Sault Ste. Marie Jr. Jaron Weima was the individual medalist in Division I. Division II top honors went to Silas Broberg of Ishpeming for the second straight year, and first place in Division Three went to Jonah Nordine of Ewan Trout Creek. You can read more about the Upper Peninsula Boys cross-country finals on the second half page of the MHSCA website. There's lots of MHSAA playoff action coming up on MHSAA-TV and the NFHS Network this weekend. Over 90 football playoff games will be available online, plus several boys' soccer regional finals. And next week, over 100 matches will be streamed in district play in girls' volleyball. And there's a new way to secure your ticket to MHSAA tournament games this year. GoFan will be the exclusive ticketing source for several MHSAA tournaments. Check with your local school for GoFan information of the availability of tickets for those games. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSCA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time.
9: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com.
0: Hugh Hewitt explains what's on the line this election. Do people understand that this is about freedom,
10: deciding for yourself how to live versus elites in New York, DC, Silicon Valley, and Hollywood? between people who think they know best what you should do and how you should live your life, and people like me who believe, leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. The Hugh
0: Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Sean Bellegian.
2: Welcome, everyone, to a chilly and freezing <laughs> Wisner Stadium in Pontiac, Michigan. Jeremy Otto back alongside Sean Bellegian to bring you the call. Here tonight, it's the first week of the MHSAA playoffs. We're here, and that's a good thing because everybody speculated oh, there's no way you get through. Week 1, Week 2, Week 3, Week 4, Week 5, Week 6. This is Week 7, Sean. We're here.
3: Props to the MHSAA. I, I cannot say this strongly enough. Props to the MHSAA for moving forward. Had to happen. It was the right decision. I don't know how anybody can look at it now and say this was a bad decision. This worked. And you saw it work in professional sports. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be hiccups, okay? There are going to be hiccups. And I hope there aren't any any hiccups on the road to the finals. There are probably going to be hiccups, though. But you know what? When all is said and done, this wasn't the danger and the concern that many people made it out to be. So props all the way to the top to Mark Ewell for having the courage to move
2: forward. Well, and I think the biggest thing in today's society, you just don't see somebody go back on a decision. Because, you know, they... they t- they just don't think that's an option these days, and I mean, we saw that in other sports maybe early on, but again, props to them for doing what they did and making sure it's it's safe and ready to go, and leading to the state playoffs, wherever those might be. I mean, we still don't know whether it's Ford Field. We kind of hear differencing <laughs> opinions every day about it, but uh, I think regardless, even if it's in... 25-degree weather, we're going to have an MHSA championship as long as somebody says yes at the high level. And it,
3: it's a win for everybody. I don't care what anybody says. You know what? These kids are getting that experience. I think the coaches are getting the experience. It's, it's, it's a win for everybody. So let's get her started.
2: Divine Child and Brother Rice here today in our first playoff game on the Patriot here in year seven of our Game of the Week. Two teams in two different spots, five and one, are the brother rice warriors here today divine child just two wins but those two wins in their last two games and if there's any better spot to get hot it's right now as we lead into a shortened season and in to the playoffs i asked you know some of the brother Rice coaching staff this current staff that's in place because it's changed a few times over the last 10 years and said hey is this the best start for you guys in this time period obviously it's a shortened season so it's a little bit of an asterisk type of thing, but they said, "Hey, yeah, numerically, it's that way, and we like where we are." But we also feel that there's some room to grow because you score 35 points in week five, and then score seven points as an offense taking out your defense and your special teams touchdowns and points last week. That's just not going to, you know, be a thing that can thrive here in the playoffs.
3: No, I think that's a great point. And, and Jeremy, you know what? It's great to have those learning experiences when you're winning games. And that's what you're seeing right now with brother rice. Look, uh, they need to find a more consistent offensive attack. Make no mistake about that. But as mentioned earlier, their defense has been something good this year. They really have Jeremy. I've seen them a couple times. They've got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball and they've created not only their own points, but so many opportunities for this offense as well. So, Especially in cold weather, maybe, you know, that old adage about defense is, is something to pay attention to
2: tonight. In terms of their quarterback situation, they really didn't know what it was going to be like maybe heading into the year from the off season. But Jake Coulter was going to be the starter, certainly after Ryan Brown, a guy that they liked, transferred down to Florida but as his practices started to get better, he was the backup last year. He did see some time and relief of Greg Pisco-Pink at times because of injury and other, you know, blah-type scenarios. But he's a guy that's getting better, and he has a pretty good arm.
3: Yeah, he, he does. And you know
2: what? I'm going to say it again. He's got an incredible
3: weapon as well in number 7, Rocco Melia. Folks, if you haven't seen him yet, I'm sure you've heard about him, but if you haven't seen him yet, he is a kid. He makes plays. I mean, Jeremy, he could he could create a business card that says, I make plays. <laughs> I mean, special teams, offense, defense. He's a guy that, you know, is such an integral part of,
2: of what Brother Rice is doing. So he's going to make any any quarterback's job easier. Kulak and area on the outside, too, is not oh so bad. He's getting better and better. We talked about him as a young sophomore doing what he did last year, but uh, he's even better. He's one guy one-on-one as well who's a nightmare for you.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and, and you know, Jeremy, that's that's what you want to do. You want to see, um, you know, somebody else step it up, you know, because so many people's going to key on Rocco. So if something else can happen, hey man, look out.
2: They also like their running game. It's not a running game that's you know gained them thousands of yards. But when you have a passing attack like they do in the wide receiver targets, you don't necessarily need that. But those guys have done a good job. And when you talk to John Filiantra, the head coach on the Divine Child sideline, he says, hey, look, I like their running backs and what they have to do, so look forward to that as well.
3: Yeah, and, you know, again, I, I think what you have with Divine Child, the Falcons salvage their season. And they got to be feeling good about themselves with what they've been able to do offensively. I think they also have to accept there's a difference in what they've seen the last few weeks and there's a difference in what they're going to see here tonight.
2: Vinny Booth, the quarterback on the other end for Divine Child. He's a guy who's missed a little bit of time down the stretch, but he is healthy now after a sprained ankle in the second half in the Lakeland game. Didn't have to do a whole lot last game because it was the legs of Nick Persichetti. 25 carries for 230 yards and three touchdowns. He scored eight touchdowns in his last three. Well, that's
3: what we're talking about, Jeremy. I mean, this offense has gone next level, and that is a big, big part of it. I mean, when, when you're putting up the kind of points that, that they're putting up and, uh, you know, having the, the turnaround, a lot of times it starts with a guy. But you know what? It It also, Jeremy – it's kind of contagious. You know, other guys kind of get that bug, and other guys, you know, want to find a way to make some plays. But they put up 42 points two weeks ago tonight. They put up 39 uh, just a week ago tonight. All of a sudden, things are working for them.
2: Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money, and once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of six grand. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. We'll have Sean's keys to the game sponsored by Minton Mortgage Lending. When we get back here on The Patriot,
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection.
3: Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season Right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays, on your home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
0: This is Randy Brown with The Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. There's more CHSL football action next.
7: Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics.
2: Welcome back to Wisner Stadium, everyone. Now time for a Bit Mortgage lending keys to the game. Bit Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think?
3: Well, you know what? If I'm Brother Rice, I'm not changing a thing right now. They're they're playing really well, I think, especially defensively. Do what you do. Key on a stud that we talked about just a moment ago for for Divine Child, but do what you do. I think for Divine Child, try to open it up. You know, Everybody knows who's going to get the ball. Try to find somebody else. Try to take
2: advantage of that mismatch. They have to switch things up on a defense this good. Divine Child won the toss, they deferred to Brother Rice in the second half, so they will receive Will the Warriors to start this game. Opening kickoff coming up next, Warriors and Falcons. First round of the state playoffs after this, right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
9: We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com
8: Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886
1: to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting sienaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect.
6: Hello friends, this is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple, or just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, And you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com.
2: Jeremy and Chaw back with you here from Pontiac, Michigan. It's the pre-district round. One extra round here in the MHSA playoffs because of everybody... Making and we'll take a look at some of the other games in our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard later. But it's unusual you see some zero six teams against some six and zero teams. I think it's awesome.
3: <laughs> I really, I'm I'm not joking. I I think it's awesome at, at this level. Why not? You know, Jeremy. I think you and I are both familiar with the way that hockey does things, and I think hockey's done a tremendous job by having their their playoff uh, be that way. Let's
2: go, Ethan Mankowski teeing it up on the right sideline here for Divine Child and then there are home whites here today with the red numbers and the black white and red stripe on the back of their helmet for the rice and the sharp blacks today with the white numbers and the orange outlined with the orange helmets with that warrior logo on the right side Minkowski has it teed up at the 40 yard line 38 degrees here at game time boy oh boy it feels all of that and maybe a little less Ethan leans it forward it's a short spinner to around the 31 yard line taken out by the Warriors returnable to midfield now hits the sideline to the right that's Nick Devereaux to the 30 yard line marching into Falcon territory and into their own defensive end zone the Warriors strike first they're fans in a frenzy below us, 6-0. Well, you know, you try to pop
3: that up, and Nick Devereaux had a beat on it right away. Far side of the field, made a zig at the middle of the field, and he gone. I, nobody was going to catch him. Got down the near sideline, and just like that, Jeremy, 11
2: seconds in, the worst possible start for the Falcons. Touchdown brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more at Go Down Siena Heights Edu, so our first extra point taken here by Owen Party. Hold is down. The kick is booming and through, hugging the left upright. The Warriors striking first. Still with 11:49 left to play in this first quarter. It's seven to nothing as Divine Child will try to regroup. You know, let's remember the kicking game as well because I've talked to kickers
3: over the years and, and kickers have told me this, Jeremy. If you don't kick that football right, you know yeah. what, that soccer-style kick with that inside top of your foot, it feels like you're kicking a rock. You know, if, if if you miss Josh Smiley a little bit, it feels like you're kicking a rock. So, you know, a missed extra point, a missed field goal attempt, is that a possibility here tonight? Absolutely it is when it's minus 512.
2: <laughs> and maybe, you know, what you're talking about doesn't impact that particular play, but two, three, four, five extra points, field goals, kickoffs, Whatever it might be down the stretch, you might feel it a little bit more. So the Warriors will tee it up on their own respective 40-yard line here. They have scored a special teams touchdown. They only scored one offensive touchdown last week against Country Day. They had themselves a safety, a special teams, and a defensive stop and touchdown. This defense has been putting up some major points as well for the Warriors. That's got to be something to worry about for Devine Child on the other end. Connor Kalka, a man who started on the JV team, at kicker, then went back to the pool and said, I want to focus on swimming, but they need him in this situation. A couple kickers down, buries this one to the 20-yard line. Returnable a little bit to the right side. Devine Child going to wheel it out to the 35-yard line on the far sideline. It's Lorenzo Vitti, the talented wideout, who takes that. And this is where Vinny Booth and company will start looking for what feels like a needed touchdown down seven zip, just seconds in. Gotta do something, no
3: doubt about it.
2: I, I mean, you try to change that tempo right now. It's a tight formation here for the Falcons. Vinny Booth in the gun, Persichetti to his right hip, the man that had 230 yards last week. High snap, Booth handles it fine, he's gonna run it directly to the left. Fumble and the Warriors have it at the 40 yard line. Looked like a broken play from the get-go and snatching that right off the turf. There was nobody around him. Is Aristotle Taylor, the big body, 6'7", 235. They love him on the defensive front. And now the Warriors with a short field on the Divine Child 40-yard line down the middle of the field now. Hey, folks, we are 25 seconds
3: into this game. We've got a kickoff return to start the game and then a fumble on the first play from scrimmage and Brother Rice with a first down at the falcon
2: 41 yard line let's see if they go for some quick change here to keep that momentum going we see coulter out there in the gun to begin things trying to keep his hands warm in that pouch that quarterbacks use trips to the left one to the near side for this brother rice offense coaching staff communicating what they wanted as they were a couple steps onto the field that time divine child with two deep safeties at the 30-yard line, has the shotgun snap, fades left in a short, quick slant route. He's going to gain a chunk of seven yards up to about the 35-yard line. Nice catch by Henry Garrity. He's only got two catches on the year. They haven't used that tight end much, and that's exactly what you do in the playoffs, change it up.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what? Safe play. I mean, that that's going to give you seven every time, and keeping those positive things going for Brother Rice.
2: Second down and a long three is a scrimmage from the far hash here. Garrity in slot right now. He's out there for the second consecutive play. He's got three catches on the year after that one. Coulter rubbing his hands together, trying to keep him loose, takes the shotgun snap, knee high, hands it off right side for the first time today. That's Nico Stewart, the second running back, who is bottled up just maybe a half yard over the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up third and call it three still. Well, the Falcons have an opportunity
3: here where, it, you know, my guess, Jeremy, this is four-down territory, but they have an opportunity to try to take some of that momentum back if their defense can get a stop here.
2: The Warriors moving left or right across your radio dial here in the first quarter. They lead at 7-zip with still 10-19 to go. Special teams touchdown the first time they touched the ball here today. It was quite the return down the right side of the field. Trips left for Coulter. He's edging in. Still in the shotgun with the same running back to his left. That's Stewart. Single man on the near side is Rocco Milia, the big-time target. They want a little jump down pass to the left side. Screen complete first down over the 30-yard line, stretching himself forward across the 25. And they're going to mark him. Looks like a yard behind the 25 to the 26. That's area for the first time today. Yeah,
3: Cole made a great job. The, the pass wasn't in stride. He kind of had to turn around, but... One of the Rice receivers on the far side of the field. I apologize, I didn't see the number. Made a
2: tremendous block to kind of spring him forward and continue this drive. He aligns to the right of Billy here as a running back. He sends single wide receivers on each side. Gearty now slot right in the motion. Lacanaria out that way. Low snap, recovered fine. Stewart with the slithering rush up the middle. He's across the 25, up to the 22-yard line. That's a gain of five on first down well the clock is running a little bit in
3: case you're just joining us i mean it was all of 25 seconds in where not only did brother rice take a uh kickoff in for a touchdown to start this game but got a fumble on the first offensive play and the clock here at wisner has
2: the old fashioned bulbs the real bulbs yes (laughs) you love to see it Two wideouts right, one to the far side. Coulter shifts into the pistol here. Lock an area directly behind him. Stewart to his left. Now lock an area, motion right into that same spot. Cuts to the middle. They want right side. Millia there. It's picked off at the 10-yard line with a lot of room to run. Through to midfield. Get a great block. It's Lorenzo Vitti to the 40. Looking behind to the 20, to the 10. Finally dragged down in the end zone. They hand him by his number. It wasn't enough. And we're tied if the extra point's good. But, ouch, there's a flag. A flag back at the 48-yard line. And you say, my goodness, that's a punch in the gut of your divine child. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I'm not sure I've ever seen a guy pick off a
3: pass like Vitty and the entire time he was running down the field from about the 20-yard lar- yard line on, he kept turning around to see where Amelia was. He kept turning around, no, young man, run, just run.
2: And I'm sure Coach Viliacho will get in his face as soon as he heads to the sideline as they try to figure out what becomes of this. It should still be divine child football. Sure.
3: Spot of the it usually spot of the, the foul. It it should be divine child ball. I'm gonna guess at about what? The thirty three yard line?
2: That's about where they're moving. Let's see. 8.26 left to play here in the first quarter. 7 nothing Warriors. Touchdown off the board and a pick six. They had one taken back last week as well versus Detroit Central.
10: They're going to put it on the
2: 39.
10: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, if you're a divine child, you've got to keep your head up and try to get it right back in the end zone. at some venture here. Well, you know, give credit to, to
3: Milia as well. He, he just didn't give up on that play, but You know, Lorenzo, Vinny, young man, run like the devil's chasing you.
2: Falcons break the huddle. Vinny Booth is back out there for the second time today. Where's number 862, 200-pound junior. He's got Marcus Newman just to the left side of the line. They might want to run with Persichetti here. Arms extended. They're going to motion Newman to the right side. That makes sense. Persichetti tries to run in that area, but the defensive front for the Warriors are all over it about a five-yard loss, driving him right to the turf is Oscar McWood, the fine linebacker.
3: Yeah, read that well. You had a couple different players in there as well. Uh, D'Angelo jumping in there.
2: I mean, just smelled that out nicely. Forward progress got him down for a three-yard loss instead of the five-yard loss where he was driven back at the 35. So the line of scrimmage up to the 37-yard line. Trips to the right. Booth calls for the shotgun snap and there was some movement. He looked a little discombobulated as he shifted to his right right before taking that snap and you could guess it. It's a false start against Divine Child. Penalties have been an issue for the Falcons all year long. Last week and the week before didn't write home but when you get nine penalties in week six you expect to take a few here in the first round of the playoffs and you can't do that against this Warriors defense
3: yeah this is a team you can ill afford to be putting yourself in a hole in uh you know i'm, I'm going to keep saying it all game pretty darn good defense these men in black
2: second down and 18 they scrimmage now from their own 31 yard line chucks it over the middle Ooh, that was dangerous and nearly intercepted there was a couple warriors around it the closest in the end was ethan swider the defensive back playing at the 45-yard line. That brings up third and long.
3: Well, they tried to find a hole, a seam in the middle of the field, and, and the pass was too high. Receiver puts his hand up, and it's a tip drill. I mean, really, he, he nearly created a trip, tip drill for the Warriors, and this is not the
2: position that any team wants to be in. Third and 19. The wide receivers and the running backs and the quarterback huddled together. The linemen are set here. Clock has stopped at 7.44. It's 7-0. Warriors are ready. Could be worse. Trips left. One to the far side. Takes a shotgun snap even with the knee there. And catching that football is Vitti. He's going to push, pitch it backwards at the 40-yard line to try to gain some more. 22. Nick Persicetti ending up with that football. Not a bad idea given how oh, he shimmy shakes. It was
3: time. a real well-timed hook and ladder. It really was, Jeremy. It's a... Uh, Nearly picked up the first down. Of course, on the spot was number seven, Rocco Milia. So the race defense stands up. But this is what I'm talking about. I think Devon Child has to do different things this game. They simply do.
2: Rocco Milia is back to receive this punt as well. Ethan Minkowski going to put a foot into it. He stands at the 31-yard line on a fourth down and three. They got nearly to midfield. High hang time on this punt. It's a really good one, and it's going to force brother rice to fear catch it at the 24 yard line milia in between the hash marks closer to the far side of the field and brother rice will take it back leading seven nothing with 654 to go this is already the second time they've touched the football offensively the first time was on the other half the positive half of the 50 yard line and just couldn't do anything with it in the end So Jake Coulter, a man who has over 1,000 yards passing, 13 touchdowns compared to six picks. Three of those interceptions came last week against Country Day. He sends two wide receivers right one to the far side. Garrity, the closest to Millie on the near side. Now Lachan area will become that as he motions over from running back to the slot area. On the ground, they keep it to Stewart. He's been the heavy dose of runs here today. And a great job again by that luminous defensive front, but a divine child to push him back. There are a number of men in on that, but the bottom of the pile looks like Xavier Elliott. Well,
3: he worked his tail off just to pick up about a yard there too. Uh, you know, good hard running
2: uh, by that young man, Miko Stewart. We have not seen Ray, their top running back, get a carry or even a look at that running back spot so far. There's something we're not privy to so far. Twins aside for Brother Rice, six thirteen to go here in the first quarter. They lead at seven 0 Lock and area motions to the left to send trips over there now. Low snap handled fine. Stewart with a great burst of speed up the middle at the thirty yard line. Stays on his feet at the thirty five. Chugging into Falcon territory at the 40 and finally twirled around out of bounds as he kept his feet moving the whole way at the 25-yard line by a flock of Falcons over there. But what a run, and it started with a straight-up burst of speed five yards in front of the line of scrimmage. Boy, can he accelerate, because I'll tell you what, about seven yards past the line of scrimmage,
3: he took a shot, was stopped, and then was able to go again and outran a couple guys. Now, good job by one of the defensive backs to take the angle and kind of muscle him out of bounds, but not before he got all the way down to the 29-yard line.
2: Clock running at 537 past the midway point here in the first quarter. It's been a quick-moving game thus far. Lock and area motions to the right side. Stewart is out at running back here. Another low snap. We've seen a lot of those here today. And Devine, Chon finally going to eat it up. Buried in the backfield for a loss of five yards. And now, Plocha is a little bit shaken up. That's not what you want to see if you're D.C. Your junior defensive lineman stands six foot five, two 275 pounds at second and 15. He's a lean 6'5", 270 as well, that junior.
3: Uh, blew that play up. It was kind of a ground ball, Jeremy. Ground ball snap,
2: and Coulter did a good job uh, getting it under control. Taking some PFPs here a little early, huh? <laughs> the pitcher headed to the University of Kentucky. Second down and 15. Trips or Twins aside, no scrimmage just to the right of the far hash here. Man in motion across the right side of the line. Little outside snap this time. Dart of a throw up oh. in the middle, locking area had open real estate on a quick slant at the 15-yard line, but he dropped it. How many
3: times have we said that? Looking when he should have been catching. Uh, You know, and you can't help it because he had that real estate out there. He's thinking seven, I'm sure, Jeremy, and got to pull that ball in, young man.
2: Marcus Newman and Lorenzo Vitti defending that in the secondary. Coach Filianto liked what he had out of his men in the secondary last week. He got some pretty good athletes against Detroit Central. Third and 15, the clock frozen at 434. The score is 7-0 Warriors. They send twins aside once again here and look to pick up a big third down. Coulter leans in, arms extended now, takes the shotgun snap, low, knee high. Little screen pass left for Stewart, dashes a defender, balls loose on the turf. Scramble for that football at the 30-yard line, which is the original line of scrimmage, and... It's Brother Rice football. Coach Filiantro jumping up and down in his khakis on the far side. Saying, hey, we got that football. But no, as the official digs it out of the pile. And it's going to be a fourth down and ten. And it looks like, is that Coulter down? Now that's Stewart.
3: It is Stewart down there. That play didn't have a chance. They had too many guys far side of the field there. Jeremy, to the defense, that ball came loose about the 30-yard line, it looked like one of those uh, biggins up front fell on it. But, you know, again, this is four-down territory. I'd be stunned if Brother Rice didn't go for it at the 30-yard
2: line. The officials call time as they take a look at Stewart. Hope the fine running back is okay. 4-16 left to go in the first quarter. 7 nothing in favor of the Warriors. It's going to be fourth down when we get back here on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
5: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you.
2: Fort down and along, 11. Brother Rice is going to line up and go for it here. Stewart is out. Is in another running back we haven't seen so far here today. Two wide receivers, right, including Garrity in the right slot here. Lacanario will motion in that direction as well. Divine Child shifting their defense. Takes the snap to Coulter. Fades up. Looking to roll out and throw. Finds no room. There is a flag down as Divine Child pushes him out of bounds for another TFL and sack. But what do you think that is, Sean? That's a hold all day at the
3: 39-yard line. This is going to be Divine Child football. And, you know, Coulter had to roll left after all that pressure. They're going to decline that penalty. It was indeed holding. Uh, Jeremy, Coulter had to avoid that pressure. Rolls left. Nobody out there. Uh, didn't try to force anything. Although you can make the argument if it gets picked off and they're tackled, it's almost like a punt, but regardless, nothing out there. Divine Child takes over at the 35-yard line.
2: 3.59 to go. They move the direction of the wind, which is moving right to left now. They're going to motion a wide receiver to the far side, but Booth is going to take it up the middle and be absolutely swallowed by a bunch of big bodies. You couldn't even see him at the end of that play, and he didn't go down to the turf. Big number 95 was clogging it again, that's Taylor, the 6'7 defensive lineman. Boy, he's
3: long and lean. 6'7, 235 is Aristotle Taylor. And, Jeremy, one of the things that we talked about in the pregame show was this Rice defense. That was going to be the story coming into this one. And uh, you are seeing why
2: they've been so good this year. Trips left for D.C. It's a little triangle formation ex- Extremely to the left of the line. Now they're going to send four over there as Persichetti goes that direction. Booth looks down the middle. They have a completed pass right around the original line of scrimmage, I believe. Yes, they do say complete. It's Ben Spahn who hauls it in. So they gain back the 2 lost yardage and gain two more. It's third and eight over to the 37. Didn't have a chance
3: though. There were three Warriors around Amelia, the first one there, and Uh, They better think of something here. they got to dial something up to keep uh, this drive going, get something going of positivity for the Falcons.
2: Booth in the gun, has his arms extended now, shaking his head left and right, going through his cadence, and now going to poke his head to the right sideline and settle things down and look for the right play call here. Trips to his right, Persichetti to his right hip, takes the shotgun snap even with the knee, fades back down the middle, has a man there at the 50-yard line, incomplete as he fell down and did they throw a flag or no? They did not. It's incomplete. It's going to be fourth down, and they'll punt it away. Came with the blitz. I mean, they—they they, Jeremy, they came with uh,
3: three different guys, including one of the safeties, and uh, pass went over the middle, but too much pressure. Falls harmlessly incomplete.
2: Ethan Minkowski, the 5'10", 155-pound senior kicker will kick this with the wind the left side of the field. Rocco Milia the athlete is back there. The fine senior. The snap is going to bounce its way in. All things considered Minkowski got a decent piece. Milia going to work through a couple Falcons as they sandwich at the 40 yard line. He's on the other 40 into Divine Child territory. And boy this game just seems to be repeating everything. They're back to the 35 yard line looking to score again. They have not scored in an offensive possession and this is what coach Korzeniewski talked about in terms of hey our offense has got to capitalize on these situations going forward
3: absolutely and you know what any guy who's returned punts and a, a guy that I watch return punts playing for Wayne State back in the day Josh Rennell who of course started Rochester Adams back in the day told me those punt returners love a kick like that it's bouncing it's not taking crazy bounces they'll take that on the run and just run past the coverage
2: Jake Coulter is back out there in the shotgun. He has Benjamin Eck to his left hip, so no Stewart. He went down and was down for a few minutes after the play that led to Divine Child getting the football back. It's a direct run left side for Jake Coulter. They don't do that very often. In fact, most of his runs have been scrambling out of the pocket. He gains two as they're up to the 33. Yeah, Coulter
3: checking back in. That was Melia mm uh with with that direct snap boy you've, you've kind of seen that jump back in right that wildcat you've seen more teams kind of run that a little bit that was direct snap to rocco Milia, who does a little bit of everything for brother rice
2: trips right one to the far side milia is now deep to the right run right in front of us delay in the snap it's another one that bounces in they roll right side on a direct QB run that's close to a hit to the helmet there as Coulter was sliding in and coming in trying to finish off the play was Marcus Newman he gains a couple it's going to be third down and seven with a buck 11 left to play in the first yeah you've seen that a few times
3: uh, Jeremy no other way to say it it's just a a rolling snap
2: something that brother rice is gonna like too much especially at this venture here still have a one touchdown lead thanks to their score 15 seconds in on special teams they took back the opening kick of this ballgame and shocked the world run up to the left side and he's gonna reach the 30-yard line he needed about the 27 and now a divine child body flung nearly three or four yards from where that play finished, that's 44. And Avery looked like he was of the human cannon there. He's looking for the flag, not going to get it. It's a fourth and three. Well,
3: again, brother Rice finds himself in a familiar position. We've seen this a couple drives now. That might be the last play of this first quarter. Let's wait and see if Coulter decides to snap it here. I'm not sure he will.
2: He won't. He's taking a long stare, acting like he uh, <laughs> is trying to hear what they're saying on the nearest side, but I don't think the intention is that's to that's snap this quarter. football. They'll have a fourth down and three. We'll see if they do go for it from the 30-yard line of Divine Child when we get back. 7 nothing in favor of these home warriors here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot.
11: Hey, everyone. Matt Corvath here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mintonloans.com slash apply. Or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook.
2: And MLS 1723481.
11: The
0: CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and
8: Siena Heights University. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day.
2: Alongside Sean Belichian to bring in the call here the Warriors lining up like they're gonna go for it again it's a fourth down and three from the divine child 30-yard line just to the right of the near hatch Coulter sends twins aside Milia wide left smack dab on the numbers the 30-yard line here Coulter bends down is it a hard count scenario might just be or they'll just snap at the last second they do take the snap fading left Lacanera has it he caught it Diving across the 25-yard line, and is enough for a first down. Just by a yard, boy, that margin was short, but I guess if you catch it, it doesn't matter.
3: Well, it comes from a football family, no doubt about that, and he caught that ball, and he knew exactly where he wanted to be. He had his back turned to the stick, but he kind of fell backward, picks up the first down, and Brother Rice continues this drive.
2: He now lines shot right, or slot right, I should say, Coulter in the gun. Eck, the running back to his left hip. We really didn't hear much about Ben Eck, the young sophomore back who stands 5'9", 160 pounds. Stewart has been out since the last couple plays and we have not seen Ray, their number one back, coming into today. Another low snap, even with the knee weaving forward and just tucking it and running it there is Jake Coulter. He's up to the 26-yard line. Great job though by Divine Child to swallow him up pretty much for no gain.
3: Yeah, it looked like he had a little bit of a lane when he stepped up, but that lane shut down quickly, and Coulter made the smart move, didn't try to be a hero, just went down. it will go in as a loss of one, setting up
2: a second 11 from the 25. Brady Ploca making another tackle. He had three TFLs last week, already one here today, nearly another one there. Two wide outs to the right, one to the far side. Lacanary again will motion in the slot right. They put him at back and motioned him one way or the other pretty much every time. He's got a slipping move to the right off a nice cut at the 25-yard line. Reaches the first down sticks, but several flags come down right around where he made that athletic move, and this is likely coming back.
3: Oh, another flag came in right at the very end of that play as well.
2: Do you see why? No,
3: I have no idea. Watch this. Right at the 21. Yeah. Right at the very end of the play, one of the officials threw the flag down.
2: So right now they're behind the original line of scrimmage. We'll see where they mark this football. Looks like it's going to roll back to around the 31-yard line. 10-27 left to go in the second quarter. It's 7 nothing Warriors.
3: No added penalty. Hmm. I
2: don't know what that was. Yeah, Seconds it's weird. And long twins aside for Jake Coulter who's in the shotgun here. They line up just to the left of the far hash in front of the Divine Child bench over there. Hard count here. Calls for it on the second or third count there. Eck has a screen left. Complete at the 30 yard line. Trucks over a defender at the 25. barrels his way down to run the 21 yard line. So they gain back all the lost yardage. And it's going to become a third down and seven. And just for consistency's sake, for this Rice offense, they need a first down, Sean.
3: Yeah, they're just swinging things out left and right. I, you got to give this Eck kid a lot of credit. Hard runner, five nine one sixty, only a sophomore. Jeremy, I didn't think that play was going anywhere, but he picked up a, a nice little chunk there, setting up a very, very
2: manageable third and five. He remains in there. It's a no-huddle offense for Brother Rice as the receivers and Coulter all check their armband for the play call here. Clock frozen at 10.05 to go in the second quarter. Divine Child defense switching personnel as they put Newman on Garrity on the right side. Gianni Delamonte, the senior target, now bunched up in front of Garrity as they moved him pre-snap. Coulter waiting. They're going to have to snap it soon to... Delay a penalty call here. Flopping pass over the middle. Had a man down the right side of the field. It's Garrity incomplete as they threw it into two or three Falcons there. And now it's fourth and six.
3: Boy, he had Garrity out there, too. Garrity had a step. It would have had to have been a perfect pass. Maybe a little bit more touch on that pass. Gets the ball to his big tight end. But again, tell me if this sounds familiar. Four down territory for Brother Rice. Can they take advantage this time deep in Falcon territory?
2: Turn it over on downs twice. If you count the penalty for that as well, that was declined. And they've also fumbled. And we have a Brother Rice timeout. It's an offensive group that looks a little confused right now. The linemen were ready to snap it, but uh, they want to talk things over. Ten minutes left to play. Here in the second quarter, it's 7 nothing in favor of the Warriors now. And Sean is going to talk to you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union well, now, folks. Well,
3: Jeremy, did you know that Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money? And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021 22, 22 academic year now in its fifth year the live it show it share it scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in catholic education 10 students will be awarded scholarships with the grand prize of six thousand dollars for all the details and to apply visit alliancecatholic.com that's alliancecatholic.com alliance catholic credit union is a federally insured by the
2: n-c-u-a so the Warriors are going to line up for a field goal for the first time here today. It's Owen Party, the 5'6", 135-pound young sophomore kicker. look to try probably the longest of the year, recently at least, for Brother Rice. The snap is feeding through to the 40-yard line, and all that Party can do is jump on it. We've seen long snaps, regular snaps bobble into the respective Kickers, punters, quarterbacks, and that one is going to really burn as Divine Child has decent field position now as they take over on the Rice 40-yard line. Here's
3: a crazy thing about this game. Folks, it's been all Warriors. I mean, it has been all Warriors, but they have left that door open where all the Falcons need to do is hit one
2: big play. Hmm. Vinny Booth back out there. He's in the shotgun. An extra blocking tight end to the right side. That's Owen Avery. He moves left then right again. They fake the handoff to Persichetti. It's a short pass to Ben Spahn looking to get his shake-and-bake moves on. He's gained six on first down up to the 47-yard line. Boy, nice tackle out there
3: by the uh, <laughs> sophomore, Alfredo Velasquez. I mean, just a nice tackle. Six-yard Six-yard gain, but it could have been more. He tried the shimmy
2: shake, and Velasquez would have nothing to do with it. Second down and four. Two wideouts left. That tight end again to the right side. Now Newman motions out over there for an extra block. Fake another handoff. This time it's a screen to the left. It's another catch by Ben Spahn, and he is driven down to the turf. Back behind the first down sticks. Forward progress is going to give him a first down right at midfield. Do you see who made that tackle?
3: I didn't. Far side of the field, sorry. We got a little bit of a glare, folks, uh, just to let you know with these lights on. I mean, thank goodness the windows are shut. But far side
2: of the field, uh, we, we're just guessing. We're finally thawing after being outside for just a few <laughs> minutes. 9:08 left to play in the second quarter. 7 nothing Warriors again. Those extra blockers will shift from right to left. Persichetti is going to get the football, explodes across the line, moves up to the 45-yard line. Now there's some pushing and shoving off the ball and off the play. No flags come. That's a solid gain on first down for Persichetti of about five.
3: Using the pass to set up the run a little bit. They weren't getting anything going via the run game. They come out on this uh, possession, Jeremy, a couple of uh, swing passes, and then it opens up some stuff in the middle of the field, a five-yard gain.
2: Divine Child moving left to right here in the second quarter, looking to march into the end zone for the first time today. On the plus side of Brother Rice territory defensively. Brother Rice itching to bring some pressure. It's Percy Keddie with the run. Breaks through the line at the 45-yard line. Another surge to the 40 and finally gallop down to the turf at the 37-yard line. There's the rusher that we've seen the last three weeks for this Falcon team.
3: Hey, somebody forgot to tell this kid he's 5'8 and a buck 55. He runs like he's 10, 8, and 3.55. I mean, that kid runs hard, low to the ground, keeps those legs moving, and just like that, Falcons got a little something going. First and 10 at the 37-yard line.
2: He wasn't even in the starting running back coming into this year. He had to work his way up the depth chart, and Coach said, Hey, look, we've always liked his toughness. He just had to prove himself this year, and he's doing that in big games. First down and 10 from the Warrior 37-yard line here. And the first time out of the second quarter burned by Divine Child. 7.48 left to play in the first half. 7-0 Warriors. The Falcons trying to change that, though, when we get back here on the Patriots.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit
1: Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs, Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Sienna Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Sienna, a Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan. Sienna Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Sienna Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Sienna Effect.
2: Down in ten for the Falcons. a scrimmage from the Warriors' 37-yard line. 7:48 left to play in this quarter. There's four wide receivers in a box in front of the Divine Child bench right now. Instead, they heave it on a screen to Percy He's got a stiff arm at the 30-yard line, trying to barrel forward for that first down. But it looks like to Zachary Pastafio able to push him out of bounds, and oh, they gave him that spot.
3: Jeremy, I, I I need to repeat this. Folks, the first 15 minutes of the game, everything went Brother Rice's way. It literally everything, all facets of the game, except the offense. That offense couldn't take advantage of some of the opportunities that were afforded them. So it, it's a 7-0 game. It's amazing what can happen in the game of football. You put together a little drive, and all of a sudden, we're tied up here in a game that has no business being tied up.
2: I was going to say, I don't think that was the first down as they do mark it two or three yards shy. There's chain gain correcting. Now, Devon Child wants to go, and you don't blame him. They scrimmage from the 30 yard line in the far hash. It is going to be a second and two, a short two. Wide right is Vitti. He's alone there. Wide left is Spawn? We've seen him a couple times. They chuck it up to the right side, and it's incomplete. Trying to test Lance Williams, who's been solid at the DB position this year for Brother Rice. Well, that's
3: great coverage. He kept the inside. Jeremy, you take the outside. That ball's coming inside. If anybody gets this ball, it's going to be me. Great coverage out there.
2: Third down and two, the clock stopped at 7.38 remaining here in the second quarter. 7-0, the Warriors lead. Divine Child needs this first down. Twins left side. Again, those blocking linemen moving from the right to the left side. High snap handled, fine. Kenny going to run it low, and he's going to be shy. Driven down right at the line of scrimmage by that defensive front. They tried
3: to switch it up, Jeremy. You saw both tight ends switch from the right to the left. You have the receivers out there. They give the look like they're going to run left, and then they do that tray right. And Brother Rice is just too good up front. That front seven has been special. So a no surprise here. They're going for it on fourth and three.
2: Twins aside, they are bunched up to the extreme left and right of the line. Hard cut first. For Vinny Booth, takes a long look back to the sideline. Clock is winding down to 6.51. It's a fourth down and less than two to go here. Booth has the snap some movement there. Fades back to pass. It is batted down. Well, I think he tried to tip that back into Ben Spahn. Falling out of bounds was Jacob Leuzo. Alertly just trying to flip it in for Spahn, but it spiked incomplete. And another turnover on downs in this game. This time for divine child and the warriors will get it back on their own 30 yard line
3: well that's poetic justice because jeremy i'm sure you saw what i saw uh, it was a false start by the quarterback he was moving before the ball was snapped he was already taking that step back and uh, the officials who do such a great job at this level they they let it go but that was definitely a false start make no mistake
2: about it do you still write poems
3: i do write poems <laughs> i do
2: back out there is jake Coulter got two running backs to his left and right hip here two wide outs to his left two deep safeties back for DC low snap again that's been a problem all night this is actually Milia who takes the direct snap across the 35 close to the 40-yard line in the first down there's been a lot of pushing and shoving on the exterior of plays and after the play haven't really resulted in any penalties Newman, quite yet Newman coming up to make the stop to get him one yard shy of a first down.
3: Jeremy, I'm a firm believer, and there's a reason why the coaching staff is down there and broadcasters are up here. I'm a firm believer in that. But with that being said, I would get the ball in Seven's hands by any means necessary. That kid makes plays.
2: Knee-high snap there. It is Milia again who has it, and he is sacked behind the line of scrimmage. 44 all on his face that time. Owen Avery, the 6'2", 215-pound linebacker. Fumble recovery last year or last week along with uh, three tackles for losses. He's looking good tonight. He was like a,
3: a spy on that play. You know, usually you see the safety do it, but the linebacker stayed home and put the key on seven. I mean, you could see where seven went, he was going to go. Let's see if he does it again here. Is Milia again lined up in that Wildcat
2: third and four Henry into block and Milia looks to run dashing close to a first down depends on the spots the initial doesn't look all too convincing and he might be short of that first down well I don't think they
3: got a good spot there if I if I may say so we have a good vantage point up here uh I, I boy I don't think they gave him a good spot at all and the head referee is saying, he's saying first, first down. down absolutely
2: divine child according to the spotter, saying i don't know about that
3: you know jeremy i i thought it was a poor spot i i thought milia had close to the 40 yard line he needed to get right between the 39 and the 40 i thought he was closer to the 40 yard line uh the head official said "Uh uh-uh we're giving him first down let's go
2: they marketed about the 39 another wildcat snap taken by rocco milia he gains to the right side and a ton of white and red jerseys converging upon him there for the tackle. It's 83, Nicholas Cyber Made a pretty good game defensively against Detroit Central as well, who makes a stop right at the line of scrimmage. The clock is winding fairly fast here in the second quarter. 4.42 left in it. 7 nothing Warriors are faced with a second and 10.
3: Well, everybody thinks that when Seven's out there in the Wildcat, he's going to run the ball, and that's exactly what they've done. How about a time to pop a pass downfield in single coverage?
2: Instead keeping it on the line, this is the first time we've seen Stewart in a couple drives. He was out and injured after they turned it over on downs a couple drives ago. He runs left and gains five up to the 44. It's going to be third and five. Rising. Good job for D.C. to... Step forward for the tackle there. Everybody checking their armbands here for the play call. It's a no-huddle offense. It's not a extreme quick offense, but it can snap it quick. Rocco Millie again out there with two running backs to his left and right. Or so the block in this scenario. Has the low snap. Is gonna hand it off. That's Garrity. The big man takes it to the right side, gains a first down at the 50-yard line, challenged into Falcon territory, finally tackled at the 35. There's a flag all the way back at the 48, and it's another hold against this Warriors offensive line. You know
3: well, you know, Jeremy, it looked like he was stopped about a foot short of the first down marker, and he was able to spring it free in part because of a little hold out there. And so they're going to move that back. Let's see if Coulter comes in now. He is indeed.
2: Coulter edging out there with Nick Devereaux. We've seen him line up throughout the night at wide receiver. Has not been thrown to quite yet. Seven catches for 149 yards. The six-foot-tall senior wideout out and quarterback. Third and 12. 316 to go in this second quarter it's still 7 nothing warriors falcons salvaging at the mouth wanting to get this football back in positive territory Gonna send at least a couple here. Coulter back to pass, fairly good protection, throws a dart down the middle, threat the needle passes complete at the thirty-yard line, dropped at the last second. Divine Child picks it up. They try to rumble across the far side of the field, but the referees say, hold on, I think it's complete, and he dropped it after. The process, quote-unquote, of the catch. Oh, don't
3: go there. Don't go there. Don't do that, Jeremy Otto. (laughs) Now another big play by Nick Devereaux, huh? And great pass by Coulter. Uh, Jeremy did a great job calling it. He had to thread a needle to get that ball in there. That's exactly what he did. First big play by the Warrior offense in quite some time, really, since the Devereaux touchdown. Oh, I can't believe you said complete
2: the process. (laughs) I'm having flashbacks now. How many years ago? That's a long time. Ten years out. ago, was yeah, it? yeah. First down and ten from the Divine Child twenty-nine yard line. Colter fades out. Quick pass complete on the far side. Barreling forward is Bobby Rayum. There, the five-eleven senior target. He's three yards shy of a first down. Solid pick of a seven.
3: Well, this is what Brother Rice needed right here, you know. Uh, to Jeremy, they had the momentum. They just haven't been able to do anything with the momentum because the offense is just kind of sputtered around this exact same portion of the field. At this late juncture, an opportunity to punch a touchdown in could be
2: big. Coulter hands the shotgun snap, fades right with that 6'7 frame, and that's batted down, and a flag trickles in from behind as well. Flag is down at the... 25-yard line, got some pretty good hang time. From Usually official. when a
3: quarterback runs out like that, it's a hold.
2: That's exactly what they call. There's been way too many holds here for Brother Rice to like in the second quarter of this first game of the state playoffs. They still lead at 7-0 with 2.15 left, but they're kind of playing with fire against a team that's got two wins and trending upwards the last few weeks.
3: Here we go again, Jeremy, same Part of the field where brother rice has had it multiple times and they just haven't been able to take advantage of it
2: officials timeout as they make sure they spot that football correctly initially they had it at the 35 yard line the side just says move it to the 34 do you have your thermal socks on by the way Jeremy I don't I could use them though oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> knee-high snap Colter wobbles a pass to the near sideline and is incomplete two flags fly for pass interference as Nick Devereaux was hounded by Newman and company, and this is probably going to be a decent result for Brother Rice.
3: Yeah, that'll be a pass interference. Uh, no doubt about that. Why not go up top to Devereaux more often? They really should.
2: Let's get some binoculars on Adam Korzenewski here on the nearest sideline. He is a Stoic man right now. He doesn't like the way this first half is shaping up. He was three yards out of the field to yell at one of his linemen, I believe, as he ripped the headset off and just happy his team has a lead right now. They've got a first down and 10 after that P.I. call. It's up to the far hash on the 20-yard line with 2.09 left to play in the second quarter and the chain gang is looking for instructions. They find it now. And they'll get set. Coulter getting the play call from the near side as Miko Stewart to his right hip. Garrity, the guy they've targeted quite a bit here tonight, he's been busy on offense after just two catches coming into this game, lines up right. They want to throw left, it's through oh. the hands of Devereaux. Boy, has he been a heavy target on this drive. Yeah. Good coverage in the near corner of the end zone that time by D.C. Again, they had two men back. It's Newman and Kachida. He had Kachida beat. It looked like it just went through his hands right about the pylon, Jeremy. So that brings up second and ten now from the far hash. Coulter has slack an area to his left hip. We'll see if he motions out. He's done that every time. Yes, slot left he goes. Trips to that near side now for Coulter. He wants Stewart up the middle. Great burst of speed off the line. Chugs his way across the 15 up to the 14-yard line. Brought down there. That's going to bring up a third and short.
3: Well, as we've mentioned, this Brother Rice offense has been down inside the 30 multiple times. They've come away with with nothing since the first uh, you know, big play of the of the game after the, the recovered fumble. Time to take advantage.
2: A minute 30 to play here in the second quarter. La has a screen pass left side, catches it behind the line, scurries forward, and gonna be lucky to gain a yard or two, just shy of the line to gain, which is just over the 10. They're gonna mark this at the 11 and a half. And that's going to bring up another fourth down.
3: Another decision. My guess is they're going to go for it. They're not moving. But, uh, you know, do you take that field goal or do you try to get that first down and and punch it
2: in? Under a minute to go as the clock winds down. Those light bulbs triggering the old-fashioned scoreboard here at Wisner Stadium. Trips right, one to the near side. Coulter has the knee-high snap from the gun. Officials says hang on, and we have a timeout just before the snap by John Filiatro and Divine Child. This team is facing a fourth down and two inside their own 20-yard line here with 47 seconds left in the first half, trailing 7-0 in our Game of the Week on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by... Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 14 and
8: Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500.
2: Four down and two for the Warriors. They scrimmage from the Divine Child 12 yard line, already leading at 7 0 with 47 seconds remaining in this first half. Coulter out there as they'll go for it again. Trips right there in a triangle formation just to the right side of the line. And oh boy, Divine Child gonna jump. Two or three Falcons spreading across. And there was no sign of a snap from Brother Uh, Rice. uh, Jeremy, he wasn't, the attempt
3: wasn't there. They weren't trying to draw him off. They just, I think one twitched and three others did it.
2: Mm. So from a fourth down to a first down, and that's going to be a goal situation as well as the original line of scrimmage was at the 12-yard line. The sticks won't matter. It's a first down and goal up to the 7 with 47 seconds left. Colt around in the shotgun. The trio of wide receivers have switched sides to the left now, they keep it on the ground, it's Stewart and Stewart is pounded behind the line of scrimmage for a three yard loss. Right in the teeth of that solid defensive front here for DC, it's Plocha, the junior defensive lineman who hops on him. No timeouts on either side. Divine Child I'm not gonna take one here. They are just wasting. They they've blown about 20 seconds off the clock, Jeremy. Second down and goal from the near has. 21 ticks left. Coulter fades back, has a man in the end zone, leaping in midair is Rocco Milia as he catches it even with his right knee, raises both hands up because the Warriors have a two touchdown lead. Well, when you have number
3: seven, you don't have to worry about those timeouts. I was looking at the clock. I couldn't believe how much time they wasted, Jeremy, and it, it doesn't matter. Seven found himself wide open middle of the end zone. Coulter waited, found him open, delivered it. Big touchdown by the Warriors there.
2: Another Santa Heights University touchdown. Find out more at godownsianaheights.edu. 16 and 6 tenths to go in the second quarter. The... Long snap flutters in a little wide. The hold was down, and the kick is just (laughs) up and good as the Warriors breathe a sigh of relief Listen to me. I'm not
3: sure that ball got more than seven feet off the ground. Uh, You know, uh, Jeremy, it looked like one of those line drive kicks, but all's well that ends well. They're two for two on their
2: uh, extra point attempts. That's how the first half, I'm sure, feels for Brother Rice right now. They've had control of this game, but all they have is a 14 to nothing lead with 16.6 to go. What are you doing for Halloween, pal? Do you have any plans? We're going to have some of the nieces and nephews over. Our neighborhood, I don't know if the same was when you were growing up in Livonia, our neighborhood's really thriving with trick-or-treaters who knows what it'll be like this year there's yeah. a lot of houses that turn the lights on hopefully that'll still happen this year but
3: that's where it was in Livonia I grew up at seven in Merriman our neighborhood was the best yeah. I mean my friends and I still marvel about it you know what they've done out where I live now in Northville they shut down part of the city and and had like all the trick-or-treaters concentrated in there and um the tv station that I used to work for uh you said cameras down there it was an event well they're not doing that this uh, year so we're in that same position, what are they going to be doing out for right. us? I don't know I love
2: Halloween though I don't I'll know be about you. taking candy <laughs> left and right I
3: love it absolutely you know, I, I think I've told you I'm a big Michael Myers guy and I'm a big fan of stealing my kids' candy
2: <laughs> what do you like where do I start <laughs> I love the chocolate and peanut butter stuff that's my uh, my go-to dribbling kick that's going to come out at the 20 yard line here Divine Child looking to return that six Lorenzo Vitti who has it keeps his legs churning and the official's going to blow it dead. At the 29-yard line with 9.7 seconds left here in the first half. Can it's we get back to seven. that conversation? Yes.
3: All right, so Reese's, uh-huh. yes. Absolutely. Love Three Musketeers, completely underrated. I mean, okay. just yeah. underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at that. Reese's, <laughs> just like that Marcus. I am going to take that one. Are you kidding me? And then you go to those houses where they're giving away, like, the bags of barbecue chip. Tell me that isn't the greatest day ever.
2: Absolutely. That's a kind of a Detroit favorite right there. <laughs> Look Vinnie at Marcus hooking us e. up. Thank you, yeah, Marcus. Mike. A whole lot of Snickers and a peanut butter cup yeah, over there. get in That's there. The clock winds down here in the first half. The Warriors with Halloween colors trying to start it off nicely here on October 30th. 14 to nothing is their lead at halftime. Much more when we get back here on the Patriot.
0: Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth For more CHSL football action, the CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
8: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, And breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This
2: is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot.
10: Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Mike Gallagher sees the left twisting words again.
6: They've managed to twist the dialogue into saying, this isn't about a political difference. When you and I know it's about political and ideological differences. If you don't vote the way we want you to vote, we're going to vandalize, we're going to loot, we're going to burn, we're going to riot, we're going to attack you. The
0: Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot it's halftime for the chsl game of the week on the patriot
2: our alliance catholic credit union scoreboard reads 14 to nothing in favor of brother rice here at halftime it started seven seconds or was it 10 seconds into this game it doesn't matter i mean First possession off the kickoff taken to the house by Brother Rice for a touchdown, and if you're Divine Child, you're like, oh boy, is this really how this is going to go? We come into the playoffs hot, winning our last two. Their defense steps up on multiple occasions. They are trailing fourteen to nothing here at half, but uh, they got to feel like they're still in this game.
3: Yeah, you know, I I think that late touchdown, you know, really hurt. It's a difference when you're a score down. Jeremy, I have to say it again. You know, until Melia caught that late touchdown with 16.6 seconds left, it was remarkable it was only a one-score game because Divine Child really has not done much. Um, What they've done defensively is they've stopped the Brother Rice offense from inflicting heavy damage on them, thus giving the offense a chance to stay in the game. But they haven't done anything offensively. So two scores right now looks like a lot. There's no other way to say that.
2: Well, Mint mortgage lending is somebody you hear at halftime every game, and in a little bit, you're going to hear from them again with Mac Korvac and Chris Sabonic. Mac is actually the varsity basketball coach at Divine Chance. Great We're going to guy. Talk some
3: hoops. Great guy. And he was
2: your former intern. He at, was. Right? I'm a
3: big fan of Mac. He's a good human being.
2: Before that, we want to talk to you about Alliance Catholic Credit Union. They take care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship, the Catholic High School League. Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year the Livet Show at Share at Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with the grand prize of $6,000 for all the details and to apply visit AllianceCatholic.com that's alliancecatholic. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. So we'll take a break and come back with the fellas at Mitten Mortgage Lending, talk some basketball, talk some loans, and then come back to break down the keys to the second half with Sean. After that, you're listening to the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and The Student Connection.
5: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienahights.edu and find out what the
9: Sienna Effect can do for you. We have always believed that every child learns differently. So we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com
3: Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your Home for the Warriors, FM 101.5, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your Home for the Warriors, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The
10: Patriot
0: the chsl game of the week halftime show continues next
10: hello friends this is john mccullough and i've got some exciting news now in addition to listening to us on fm 101.5 and am 1400 you can also stream us live on radio.com here's how it works just go to radio.com tap choose news talk radio and then scroll down to wdtk the patriot it's that simple or you can just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com.
2: It's halftime of our Catholic High School League football game of the week. Jeremy Otto back with you here, along with our friends from Mitten Mortgage Lending, Chris Sabonic and Matt Horvath. You hear them every week at halftime. With their two-minute drill, and this week we take a little deeper and longer dive into what Mitten Mortgage lending is all about, what they can do for you as a future homeowner, and also we'll talk a little basketball with Mac Horvath. You know, he's the Fire City basketball coach at Divine Child as well. And kind of starting with a football and basketball aspect combined, there's a lot of crossover between the two teams at Divine Child, isn't there, Mac?
11: Yeah. Uh, so we had a crossover between basketball and football. Uh there's a couple of guys that come to mind. Uh, you know, Lorenzo Vitti's been with the vars- varsity basketball program since his freshman year. He's now a junior, you know, he starts at corner and wide receiver for the football team. Uh we had Ben Spahn, who is actually in his first year playing football, doing a great job of hearing a lot of good things from the football coaches. He was also a sophomore on varsity last year. Uh Grant Rising has been on the basketball squad since his sophomore year. Um and he's a senior right now. Grant Uh, Plays a little bit uh, on the safety position, some wide receiver, but he's also uh, committed to play baseball at Missouri, um, which I know he's real excited about. And there's a few other guys, too. There's Marcus Newman, um, who's been with the basketball squad a year. He's a senior, a couple other seniors, Mark Filiatro, uh, Coach Philly's son, and Connor Newell. And then there's some young blood on the football roster as well with Patrick Villali, Uh, He starts on both the offensive and defensive lines and plays down low for us in our program, and he's a sophomore this year, so probably going to get his first taste of some varsity ball coming up uh, here this winter.
2: You like those kind of guys. I mean, that's Catholic League basketball. You put some of those football guys, and they just bang down low. I mean, you look at some of the Central Division teams over the last 20 years, they have those guys, and that's a big reason why they're able to have success. You return 11 from last season, Mm -hmm. three out of your top five. That's got to be exciting.
11: Yeah, yeah, we, we got um, a good group back. Uh, you know, we return three of our starters last year were sophomores, which now are juniors, which, again, like I mentioned, was Lorenzo. And then there's also Gannon Blair, uh, which is a familiar name in the Catholic League, and uh, Troy Seacott as well. But then there's also Andrew Iquinella, who was kind of like our sixth man last year, but would kind of be the starter, non-starter that didn't start. And uh, he's had a tremendous off season. So we really expect big things. There's some NAI schools uh, checking him out. um, And we really expect a big year out of him. And he's kind of going to be our do it all guy. We're going to play. I was talking to him last night. telling him, you just be ready to play all five positions at any time. So.
2: His name is Mac Horvath. He's the varsity basketball coach at Divine Child and one of our fine staffers at Mitten Mortgage Lending as well. And Chris Sabonic is also with us here today. Chris, let's dive into Mitten Mortgage Lending. Why should someone choose you guys for their
4: new home loan? Thanks, Jeremy. Great question. So when you work with a big bank or a big lender, you really are just going to be another number. They're going to close at 5 p.m. You're not going to be able to get a hold of anyone. You're going to wait days for a response if it ever comes. Uh, here at Mitten, you're going to get the personal cell phone of your banker. They're listed right on our website. Go check it out, mittenloans.com. Uh, you're, you're getting a mortgage. You're going to have some questions. That's totally normal. You can call us. You can text us. You can email us. We're not going to close at 5. We're going to get back to you. We're going to get you those answers. Uh, you know, Anything you need, we're going to make sure you have it. We're, we're not just going to disappear on you.
2: It seems like any loan you get, any purchase you make um you know you see the bottom line and it's it's a good price and they're like oh there's all these closing costs now but there's no junk fees associated with you guys right
4: correct 0 dollars in junk fees so most lenders they're going to charge several thousand uh there's going to be a, a processing fee and a, a, a you name it there's going to be a fee for it it's going to be on your bottom line um with us there's going to be $0 in junk fees, so you're only going to pay for third-party fees. Anytime you get a mortgage, you're going to have title work. There's going to be some third-party stuff that has to be done, an appraisal if we need it. So you're going to have to pay for that. You're going to have to pay for that with any mortgage lender you go with. But that's it. No surprises from us. Uh, save that money for new paint for your house, some furniture, updates yeah. to your home, whatever you want.
2: I like that, right? Yeah, new paint is always always a good thing. <laughs> have to do some of that outside of our house. But uh, we're chatting with... Mitten Mortgage Lending here today, Chris Sabonik and Matt Horvath. More basketball in a moment, but sticking with Chris for a second, historic low rates. We've heard that all over. And if you go with Mitten Mortgage Lending, that can be the difference of hundreds of dollars a month in a payment, right?
4: Absolutely. So t- to give our listeners an idea of what these low rates mean right now, they are historically low. But, but to, to translate that into dollars and, and costs per month, if you were to borrow $300,000, you go buy a new house right now, you borrow three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Let's use two point nine nine for your interest rate. So you borrow it three hundred thousand dollars, two point nine nine percent right now. Let's say you say, "I ah, know, never mind. I'm going to wait a couple years. Rates go up. Now they're at five percent. Borrowing that same three hundred thousand dollars at five percent instead of three percent changes your monthly payment three hundred and fifty dollars. So people can afford a lot more house than they typically could or historically have been able to right now. So if you're even thinking about making a move. It's definitely worth talking about because, you know, waiting, the cost of waiting to make that move could be $350 a month in the future.
2: Maybe you need a new car. That's a car payment right there at uh, <laughs> Absolutely, a new
4: house and a new car.
2: Going over back to Mac now, VA special, that's also something we've heard about uh, quite a bit. That's expiring shortly, right, on Veterans Day?
11: Yeah, yeah, we have a uh, special going on now for our vets. Uh, it's a half point on all VA streamlined refinances through Veterans Day. Uh, which means huge savings for our vets out there. Our vets are locking in right now rates as low as like a two and a quarter, 2.25, which translates to obviously lower monthly payments and then also tens of thousands of dollars savings uh, over the life of the loan. And those streamlines are closing very quickly in under two weeks uh, normally. So, yeah, that's a deal that I would definitely look to take advantage of if you're currently in a VA loan. And, again, that uh, special runs out on Veterans Day.
2: As we wrap up with some basketball here with Mac as well, again, if you're just tuning in, he's the varsity basketball coach at Divine Child, one of the teams we're covering in our football game of the week this week. Take a look at what the, you know, the CHSL has to offer here this year. There should be a lot of good teams, a lot of good competition.
11: Yeah, yeah, the uh, AA, you know, which we're in, is always been competitive. You know, last year was one of the most competitive years I think we've had in, since I've been around. Um But, you know, there's us who obviously we hope to compete. You know, there's Loyola. They always seem to just reload uh, with new talent. I think we've had a really uh, fun kind of rivalry with them. Um, You know, some really, really good games that have happened over the past couple of years. Lutheran North, um, you know, really had a great season last year. They shocked us at the buzzer at our place. It's really difficult to go all the way out to Macomb to play. Um, You know, Coach Jeff out there does a great job out there as well and then obviously there's then there's FGR with uh coach Rex out there and you know he's in year 2 over there rebuilding that thing back up and uh but he's been around a long time and does a great job everywhere so that'll come shortly as well.
2: Well it's certainly exciting to see that the season will start on time and we look forward to seeing how the Falcons and every other team and the Catholic High School League will shake out. It's always very competitive in basketball, just as it is in football as well. The second half between the Falcons and the Warriors is getting closer right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by
1: Sienna Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Sienna Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect.
12: Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The
0: CHSL Game of the Week halftime show continues next.
10: Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com.
2: And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-2022 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Livet Show at Share it Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of six grand. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Now time for a Mitten Mortgage lending keys to the second half. Mitten Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think, Sean? Well, the
3: Falcons have to get wacky on offense. they got to find something. You know, I, I mean, trickeration, whatever the case may be, because they, they just aren't getting anything done offensively. Uh, Brother Rice's defense, Jeremy, we said at the beginning of the game, I'll repeat it here, Uh, that's the story of this game. That's the story we thought of the game, and that's the story it's been so far. So if you're Brother Rice, you know what? Take care of the football. Your defense is playing so well right now. Just make sure you take care of the football. It'd be great if they got one nice drive to go up three scores in this one, but to me, don't lose the football. Ball possession And I think they'll come away with a
2: W here. The second half between the Falcons and the Warriors on the flip side, right here on the Patriots. Stick with us.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
10: Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com.
0: Now. Let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half.
2: Check some scores in your Lions Catholic Credit Union School Board report. Oak Park leading Grosse Point South. That's a very good Grosse Point South team. Oak Park 0-6 coming into the playoffs. That's a 6-3 game in the second quarter. Clarkston with a 14-7 lead over Oxford. Tight game between Eisenhower and Chippewa Valley in Macomb County. 6 to nothing in favor of the Eagles there. Livonia Stevenson up 28-6 to over Westland. John Glenn at halftime. River Rouge and Carlson tied. Do you know who halftime. went to Livonia Stevenson? It wasn't me, Is it you. It was me, <laughs> yeah. How are the Cubbies? They are up 28-14 in the fourth quarter. A boy. Get in there.
3: Give me a little love. Those 28s
2: are nuts tonight, aren't they, foul <laughs> Orchard Lake St. Mary's also with a 24-14 lead over Pinckney at halftime. Orchard Lake kind of trying to turn it around after not having a great regular season to their standards. Just one win and a couple forfeits to end the year. Opening kickoff of the second half, wheeling and dealing to the near sideline, and it ends up in the left side of the end zone as... Jacob Leuzo let it go, one of the two men back for Divine Child. They start with the football. They won the toss to third, maybe kicking themselves after what happened on the opening kickoff after that, but they'll start at first down and 10 on the 20 here in the third.
3: Got to do something different, Jeremy. I, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but, I mean, that's where we're at right now.
2: Vinny Booth out there in the shotgun, man in motion to the far sideline here. They keep it up the middle with a rush to Persicati, and a great job to trip him up right away. He got him in the backfield. That's Andre Cade, the sophomore linebacker slash safety who makes it no game. And you know
3: what? If, if you're the Warriors, you're fine with this. Yeah, you, you keep running plays like that that go nowhere and grind that clock out, you're going out to the barn and milk in the clock for us.
2: Uh, Second down and ten. Twins to the left here for Vinny Booth. He sends Marcus Newman as a blocker from the right side of the line to the extreme left. Screen pass left. It's complete on that other end there as Ben Spahn fights for some extra yardage. He muscled his way inbounds past the 25 and up to the 28-yard line. A couple shy of the first down. Caught third and a long three just underway here in the third.
3: Can ill afford to turn over the ball early in this juncture. My guess is you're not going to get a lot into this punt. It's cold. The wind is blowing straight into your face. It'd be in their best interest to get a first down.
2: Divine Child moving left to right across your radio dial or computer screen here in the third quarter of action. Brother Rice sending two safeties to the, or two defensive backs to the right side of the line looking to adjust as this. Offense moves as well. Persichetti delayed handoff, forward progress may give him the first down, and the spot looks oh, beautiful that. here for DC <laughs> at the thirty-one.
3: You are such a pro. Can I, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about my broadcast partner? He is such a pro. If I may, can I translate? Sure. It, it's like when some of my friends try to speak French, and I have to translate <laughs> for them. Jamie, what's happening right now is is my boy Jeremy is speaking classy. <laughs> And if I may translate, a beautiful spot means how in the (laughs) heck did they spot
2: that at the 31-yard line? But Falcons got a break. Booth in the gun. Newman moving to the right. They might throw it to him here. Booth looking to chuck it on the near side. He does not hit Newman. He looks for Lorenzo Vitti. It sails into the right sideline incomplete, and he got hit after the play as well.
3: Yeah, he was hearing the footsteps. There's no doubt about that. He was no question here in the footsteps, and uh, sailed that ball. 10.40
2: left to play in the third quarter, 14-0 in favor of Brother Rice as they try to come up with a stop on the first drive for D.C. Nat had a lot of success churning it down the field. Kenny has had a couple nice runs, but other than that, it's been pretty snagged in offensively compared to the last few weeks where they put up a lot of points. Newman and Avery shifting from the left side of the line to the right to block and the throw comes into the hands of the tight end Avery stiff arm just in front of the 40 yard line lunges his way forward for a couple more at the 41 ultra close to a first down and the officials don't look oh so convinced this time
3: nobody out there uh Jeremy nobody out there and again they're said they're giving him the first down speeding hmm. this game up but Uh, That great recognition by the quarterback to find that young man out there. Once again, we've seen him make plays on both sides of the ball here tonight. Number 44, Owen Avery, the fine-looking junior tight end linebacker.
2: All five linemen already set up for Divine Child. They will come in the huddle and signal in a late wide receiver. Liazo, the junior who's taken over for the injured Carson Sampson. They really like what Sampson brought. He's been injured since week two. Two wideouts left, one of the far side. Newman now the extra wide receiver lining up on the left side. And we have a false stars. The rotherize bench hopping up and down here in the near sideline. The Warriors fans liking what they see. In COVID times, it's a pretty good crowd, probably all that you can fit in into Wisner Stadium, which plays big. I mean, you can see what, five, six thousand here? Yeah, it's a
3: beautiful old venerable stadium. It 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 really is. You know, in in uh in the middle of Pontiac. And, and Jeremy, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, though. There's no easy way to get here. There's no easy. You kind of have to weave through some roads. And uh, But it's a beautiful, venerable stadium.
2: The concert stage and the left side of the end zone, the back of the end zone, you could hop onto the stage yes. if you uh, run a long route or if the ball dribbles in. The scoreboard on the right, which reads Pontiac High School. The white facade as you walk in with the script Wisner Stadium. Two wideouts aside, one to the, or two wideouts left, one to the near side, Newman again in motion. They look to throw. One man front coming in. Hit as he throws is Vinny Booth. Targets Newman down the field. He's upset. He didn't get a P.I. call from the other number two, Zachary Pestivo, but in the end, it's a second and 15.
3: Well, Vinny Booth felt the footsteps again and released that ball maybe about two seconds too early, Jeremy.
2: And if you let those linemen get on you, that was only a one-man rush, but this is a team that can eat you up (laughs) defensively if they're charging in your face like that. Second down and 15, they spot the football on the Divine Child 46 as they scrimmage from the near hash. Little outside snap, Booth handles it fine. Man collapses in front of him. That was one of the linemen for the Warriors, and Booth is going to be... Uh, Just avoiding a sack by an inch or two over the right side of the line. It's third and 15.
3: That play was going absolutely nowhere. He just, he kind of, you know, tucked it up under Jeremy, tried to get out of it what he could.
2: Charlie D'Angelo, one of the DBs, subbing in here to spell Oscar McWood. He's solid out there at the linebacker spot for Brother Rice. Third down and 15, the clock reads 8.33 and counting here in the third, 14-0 Warriors. Divine Child has been the only team to touch the football so far here in the third. Everybody jumping. You could see the ominous legs churning on the defensive front for Brother Rice, and they got Divine Child to jump again. They're uncomfortable on the offensive side. It's 4th and 20. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> to me, Jeremy, it's not just it's not just jumping. It's everybody jumping. It's like a bull yeah. lining up to be unleashed. On the other side, three or four linemen kind of jittering their feet, making sure they don't do enough to draw a call on the defensive side. The third pre-snap penalty against Divine Child on this drive, and they're still on the negative side, of their own territory they now scrimmage from the 32. twins aside for john filiatro's team brother rice doing that same jumping motion on the other end Pestivio trying to get him to jump that time it's oh. some more pressure coming in on vinnie booth and it's incomplete it's trying to draw those defenders up with the dump down pass looking for Vidi, it's fourth and a mile.
3: Jeremy, sorry to groan there, but that that play was there. I mean, and and you know, again, you're talking about a player that is thinking when he should be catching, but there was a lot of space out there. If he brings that ball in, who knows what happens?
2: Rocco Miliya is back deep to receive this punt at the 38-yard line. Minkowski end up punted away. He's on the 16 of Divine Child. They sent two rushing guys in this punt falls short think could hit a divine child knee and they'll have to down it at their own 45 yard line That's 16 clifton Scalf who jumps on at the senior with eight minutes left the warriors will have their first touch here in the third quarter and you talked about it in our mitten mortgage lending keys to the second half right before this half started if the warriors can turn out some clock and score and make this a three possession game it could go a long way to probably taking this first game of the playoffs not sure they're going to turn much clock here on the plus side of the field but they'll take the touchdown
3: well no and Jeremy this is exactly what we're talking about I mean they took four minutes off the clock just to pick up a single first down I mean they're they're really struggling offensively
2: and I want to give credit make
3: sure I give credit to the brother ice defense
2: Screen to Locanere, and no Lackineer, He wants to throw it down the field. It's Devereaux, makes the catch at the 10-yard line into the end zone. He fumbles as he crossed the plane.
3: They're going to say he's down at the 1-yard line. Oh Boy, did they get a break there. I think that's the right call by the official, uh, if 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 I may be honest. But the ball squirted loose, and one of his teammates out there, I want to make sure I get that correct, was it Bobby Rayome? had an opportunity to fall on the ball in the end zone, and then he kicked it out of the back of the end zone. But they're saying that Devereaux was down just shy of the goal line. Want to give the officials credit. They were on top of things. I, got, I think they got that call right.
2: How about that uh, play call here from the Warriors? 7.27 remaining here in the third quarter, knocking on the door of another St. Heights University score here. Coulter will go under center for the first time today. Stewart, the lone back behind him, and Coulter just wants to charge it up the middle. He is into the right side of the end zone, I believe, no signal yet. Had they ruled touchdown? Brother Rice is convinced they do, and they finally do rule. Touchdown, it looked like a sure bet. Touchdown for Jake Coulter, his first of the year as the official on the near sideline puts both arms up. The Warriors lead it 20 to nothing. With seven fourteen to go in the third,
3: well, that's a big touchdown. I mean, we talked about it, Jeremy. L- listen, the way that that Rice defense is playing right now, to get an extra one on the board, oh boy, an already difficult job uh, just became immensely, immensely more difficult.
2: Owen oh, Party in to attempt this extra point here, and the officials just wanted to confirm something. Your head official moved from the right side of the kicker to the left side and he says uh, play ball here 714 to go and a high long snap a charging man in and that's a false start there against the offensive line on special teams six lorenzo Vitti was the man charging in to try to block that attempt if it was legally piped through
3: well, Jeremy you think the boys are feeling this cold out there you can see them all moving around the special teams unit in particular was down at about the 35 yard line hopping up and down in unison trying to keep warm it's 34 degrees right now mm.
2: it feels all of 34 sure does bobbled snap they're just gonna take it to the right side it's Velasquez who tries to find the pylon and he will sneak his way in. Not sure it was designed, but he immediately noticed that play was going nowhere. Fumbled the snap a little bit, rolled to his right, and got his way in. And just like that, it's 22 to nothing in favor of Brother Rice. Thanks to another Santa Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.santaheights.edu. 7.14 to play in the third. More after this on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Dennis Prager believes it's time to grow up.
1: York is being torn down by the left and you have lovely relatives who can vote for the Democrats. I sit in in startled almost awe at people's voting the end of their civilization because they don't like Trump. What a stupid immature reason to vote Democrat. The
0: Dennis Prager show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots.
2: 7 14 remaining here in the third quarter. It's now 22 0 in favor of the Warriors thanks to their two point conversion. Kickoff wind to the 10 yard line here, returnable for Divine Child. Looking to reverse field is Persicani there he's still on his feet at the 30-yard line finally push it bounds into his own bench at the 36 and that is where Divine Child will take over the second time they've touched the football here in the second half they had to punt it away with eight minutes remaining it was a short punt which gave brother rice a short field capitalizing in the flea flicker down the field it was Lacaneria completing it to Devereaux, who thought that might have been a touchdown and went through the back of the end zone after it was punched out. They got it on the one, and Jay Coulter was able to sneak his way through to make this game 20 to nothing at that venture. High snap. Athletic as Booth to even keep that in play there. It's a direct handoff to his right to Prussicchetti. And an even more direct tackle by the Warriors as the men in black and white sparked up the middle. It's Jackson Manelli, the junior linebacker.
3: Boy, they're just smelling everything out. This is, you know, Jeremy, been talking about it all game. It bears repeating this. This Rice defense has been special.
2: Took him down for a two-yard loss here. It's second and 12 from their own 33. Trips to the right. Booth has the shotgun snap, one-man rush comes in, picked off! What a grab by Millie at the 40-yard line, snaking his way to the 20, still on his feet, hoovering down to the 10-yard line, and there is a flag down and a divine child man injured, it seems, in front of the Brother Rice bench. Yeah, that that was the hitting the defenseless player
3: um, right about the 28-yard line. He was rocked. I believe that is at uh, is that 52 down there, It is, hear me?
2: yes, and that's the guy you want to see down. Man, who has offers from Central Michigan, Akron, the junior offensive and defensive lineman, 6'5", 270, the leaner, leader of the D line and the O line is down and in some pain. At the 31.
3: He was lit up trying to bring uh, bring down uh, Rocco Amelia. Uh That's where the flag was thrown as well. That's one of those defenseless player type of penalties.
2: Well, as they check on him, we'll step aside. Hope the young man is okay. Down at the 29-yard line. Trainers out. Coaching staff out as they take a peek. Brother Rice will have the football back pending what the flag was. After this on the Patriot.
9: We have always believed that every child learns differently. So we develop individualized plans for each student. This year we are delivering educational support in every possible way. In person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The student connection uniquely designed for success thestudentconnect.com.
2: Jeremy and Sean back with you here. Good to see Brady Polka get up off his own power. hobbled a little bit towards his right side. Not being helped off on the field. His helmet kind of half off as he does get up so that's the positive sign brother rice will in fact have the football at the 39 yard line of the near hash it was quite the pick by Rocco Millia as he wrestled with the divine child wide receiver in midair on the near sideline took it inside the ten but the penalty will bring this back to the 39 shotgun snap taken by Coulter he pump fakes now rolls left divine child in on him rolls out of two men trying to sack him down but the third came from the blind side much shorter than the other two may I say Cole Kalchick the linebacker put a whopping hit for a five make it a six yard sack back to the 45 yeah
3: I told you that kid boy oh boy he he is something else that seven I mean going back to that interception if I may Jeremy he, he just he read that route just jumped that route some kind of special player
2: Six on the second down and 16 to go. 5.33 left to play here in the third quarter. 22-0 in favor of the Warriors. They have the football on plus side moving right to left here in the third. Coulter takes the shotgun snap. Snaps have been better here in the second half. Hands it off right side. It's Stewart churning good himself good. forward to gain back most of that lost yardage. He's going to get five and roll up to the 40 for a third down and 11 scenario.
3: Well, it's a good hard run, though, because you know what he did? He just kept going, Jeremy, after contact. He just kept going and uh, gave themselves a fighting chance in divine child territory with a third and 11.
2: Brother Rice in their black, white, and orange jerseys today with the orange helmets with the Warrior logo on the left side. Coulter sends twins aside here in the gun with again Stewart to his left wants to throw right away complete on the right side to Devereaux he's still quite short of the first down curls forward for four more up to the 29 yard line that's going to be a close on that far side it seems like the spots today have been in favor of the offense on either side. Tell me if we've
3: seen this before, though. Fourth down for Brother Rice (laughs) right around the 30-yard line. I mean, my goodness gracious, we've seen this three or four times already. A big opportunity here, already up by 22, to continue to take some
2: precious time off that clock. We've seen Coulter run it in for a touchdown. He was under center. He will start in the shotgun here. Trips left one of the far side in front of the Divine Child bench. Coulter with some extra instruction as he looks for the play call. Rocco is the furthest wide to the left, right in front of us at the 30 yard line. Fourth and one, and a timeout burned by Brother Rice. They've got a 22 to nothing lead here, with 3.41 left to play in the third quarter. They want to talk it over on a, a potential big play.
3: Well, Jeremy, did you know Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money? And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with the grand prize of six thousand dollars. For all the details and to apply, visit alliancecatholic.com. That's alliancecatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the
2: NCUA. Fourth down and one for the Warriors, three forty-one left to play in the third quarter. They already lead its 22 nothing. They scrimmage from the Divine Child 30-yard line here. They need to get to the 29, and this time the Warriors jump for a false start. We've seen Divine Child jump on offense three or four times already here in the third quarter. Really spoiled their first possession here in the half. This might spoil this possession for the Warriors as they line up to go for it back at the 35 as a 4th and 7 now. Coulter kicks his right knee, takes a snap, fades it out right side. He did not get to the sticks. That route ended before the first down marker. He stopped dead red at the 31-yard line, caught it, but it doesn't matter.
3: Great tackle out there as well, not allowing him to spin back towards that marker, just wrapped him around the leg and tossed him backwards. That's a big stop by the Falcons. Let's see if they can use a little momentum to get this offense going. If
2: they have any hope in this game, they have to score a touchdown on this drive. No ifs, ands, or buts. They trailed 22-0, 333 left in the third. They have the football on their own 31-yard line. Vinny Booth out there in the gun. Two wideouts left, one to the far side the low. Siketti, Marcus Newman shifting to the left side of the line. He's done that. Night and day, all night. Catches made on the far side. It's Ben Spahn who is close to a first down. He charges past the 40, up to the 41-yard line. Needed to get to the 43. Let's see where they mark it. Williams with the tackle. Oh, wow, they marked him yeah, Mike, way back.
3: I, I guess they're saying he stepped out, I suppose.
2: That's back
3: it's tough to the, see for us at this point. At this, at this, at this, Far side of the field.
2: So, second and seven is the scenario from the 37 yard line. Screen pass, and that goes through the hands of Persigeti. He'll bent over and pound his helmet with both hands, just showing his frustration there. It's a third and five. Boy,
3: Jeremy, how many times have we seen that tonight? It's it's really remarkable. Uh, you know, a, a guy was in space. Just bring that ball in, young man. Bring that ball in.
2: Jackson Minelli checks in on defense along with Lance Williams. Coming out, Ethan Swider. It's a third down and five with the clock frozen at 323. They scrimmage from the 37th to right. Move these Falcons here in the third quarter. Trips to the right side for Vinny Booth. Has the shotgun snap. Knee high. Fades back. Has some time. That pocket collapsing as he whacked down at the 25 yard line. Three or four Warriors there to welcome him to the ground. Matthew Andoni, the principal man along with Luke Sands. They like Sands and Andoni
3: all the way back, Jeremy, to the 25 yard line. So, I mean, Divine Child has no choice but to punt this one
2: away. And, and Doni, the junior, or the senior of your pardon, Sands, the young junior, that's going to bring up fourth down and 16 or so. This is back to the 25, as Sean said, and they'll punt it away. Minkowski in to do the honors. Nilia has returned all punts here today. He's back at midfield. That's actually Lacanaria back there now.
3: They just missed blocking that ball. I mean, there were four Warriors right on top of it. Just missed it, Jeremy.
2: So with 2.23 left, 22 nothing lead for Brother Rice. They have the football back again, just shy of the Divine Child 40-yard line. Let's check some scores on your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Orchard Lake St. Mary's at the end of the third quarter, beating Pinckney. That's a 31-14 to score. That winner of that game will take on the winner of this game here tonight. To get some more scores for you as the night goes on. Twins aside for Jake Coulter and the Warriors here. They scrimmage from the 42 yard line on the far hash. They run on the first place. Straight ahead is Stewart as he charges to the 34 yard line, about a yard shy of the first down. 2.08 and counting to go in this third.
3: Well, as I said, I think, Jeremy, right now the Warriors would be content just to. Take as much time off the clock as they can. Churn it. Maybe not time to go out to the barn yet and start milking the cow and the clock, but uh up twenty-two to nothing, they gotta feel good.
2: Two wideouts assigned. They look to a short pass in the hands of Gianni Delamonte. And Delamonte makes the catch.
3: And he's a yard in front of the
2: chains for a first down.
3: First down, brother. It's a work in progress, I think, with this Warrior offense, uh, Jeremy. Uh, you know, again, Melia's going to make some plays, but you have to like what you've seen at times out of Miko Stewart. I think Devereaux uh, is another guy that has made some plays here today, but it's a work in progress overall. It's nice to have those learning experiences when you're
2: winning games. Ben Eck in the backfield here. He's been pretty efficient today when he's been in the ball game. One of the fourth options, we think. For Brother Rice, as he is taken down two yards behind the line of scrimmage. We expected to see a lot of the guy who's been really good this year in Nolan Ray. Where's number 22? He's the young sophomore back, big, strong, who's got 37 carries for 240 yards and two touchdowns. We have not seen him touch the football here tonight. Stewart has been out at some ventures because of the injury. He's been back in lately. Colter pump fake he takes his snack here on a second snack oh my goodness snap on a second and ten. it was a snack maybe for the divine child defense as they looked at him roll out to the right and that was a incomplete pass intended for Milia on the far side third and ten
3: clock stop 38.8 They're seconds to go and he uh, Jeremy there's no other way it's freezing cold night and it, you know, I think part of it is maybe we're not used to this type of weather. You know, 34 in a couple of months might feel balmy after weeks and weeks of 20. Right now, it feels like it's minus 34.
2: Well, and it's not necessarily something that's strange on October 30th either. It's just been the weird weather we've been dealt with <laughs> yep. down the stretch I agree with of you. fall leading into winter. Third and ten, low snap, handled fine at the shoot tops by Coulter. He's a wide open man just in front of the sticks and looking to push him back are the Falcons. That's Ray Oom who makes the catch, the senior wide receiver. He's going to be stopped at the 22. That's going to bring up fourth and short with 20 seconds left in the third. Maybe one play left in it.
3: Yeah, let's see if they try to force one off I don't think they are though they're going to let this run out and it'll be decision time to start this fourth
2: quarter Jeremy. It's a really good low tackle by Grant Rising to deny him the first down. They're going to line up but uh, not have enough time to snap this football. Zeros on the board a zero (laughs) pitch by the Brother Rice defense we'll see if they can get another shutout here leading at 22-0 as we head to the fourth quarter in the pre-districts of these MHSA playoffs here on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
5: There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena effect can do for you.
0: Hugh Hewitt explains what's on the line this election. Do people
10: understand that this is about freedom, deciding for yourself how to live versus elites in New York, D.C., Silicon Valley, and Hollywood? between people who think they know best what you should do and how you should live your life and people like me
0: who believe leave me alone and i'll leave you alone the hugh hewitt show weekday mornings at six on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot Let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action.
2: Four down and one for the Warriors. 12 minutes set on the clock for the fourth quarter. They have it on the Divine Child. 26, or make it like 27-yard line, and a pre-snap penalty comes out. We've seen a lot of those what have we here tonight. Oh, my goodness. Officials mm. coming together on the 30-yard line, and it's waved off. First one we've seen of that variety.
3: And I have no problem with that. Have a conversation.
2: Just get the call right. Twins aside for Coulter here in a fourth down and one. Lead it 22 to nothing here to start the fourth quarter. Divine Child sent pressure. They're looking to the end zone. It's incomplete. Over the head of Lacanaria there as he fed into the left side of the end zone. Back deep on coverage there is Marcus Newman, the man headed to Lawrence Tech next year, the senior captain in the secondary for Divine Child. We've seen him blocking a lot on offense here tonight as well. Another turnover on Downs. That's nothing new for Brother Rice Ordevine Child here tonight as D.C. gets it back on their own 24.
3: Thought that was going to be a running play for sure. Decided to go up top. Receiver went in. Pass kind of went out. Falls incomplete.
2: Vinny Booth, two wide receivers aside, takes a little bit of an outside snap to the left. That's a face mask potentially, and they do call it Prusichetti had a big-time two-to-three-second face mask jerking his helmet to the left side that's gonna be a first down as they march towards midfield again clack frozen at 11:49 to go here in the fourth 22 nothing in favor of brother rice some other games tomorrow on your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. A lot of the better teams in the lower divisions of the Catholic League will play. Averis 6-0, them and Catholic Central, the only two teams left in the Catholic League that are undefeated. Loyola plays, or actually that was a forfeit versus New Haven, so they'll play the winner of Ligon and Clinton. Dale here tonight, Foley takes on Madison, another 0-16 at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Things to look out for in the intersectional divisions of the Catholic League little drawing pass to the right sideline. It's caught by D.C. They move into Warrior territory at the 40-yard line, all the way up to the 30 on the far side. That's Lorenzo Vitti who makes the catch. Good job to draw two or three Warrior defensive linemen up. Booth knew exactly what he wanted to do. Calm and collected there. And now Divine Child marches into Brother Rice territory. You
3: know, that's what we've been calling for. You know, they've had a couple open looks. They haven't been able to take advantage. That time they get a little something-something going, and they're in business now inside the 30-yard
2: line. They've got trips to the extreme right side of the line in a triangle formation. Booth coughed up the snap, bobbled it, and he is going to be sacked for about a 6- or 7-yard loss back to the 35.
3: Four different Warriors on top of him. I mean, immediately, all the way back to the 35-yard line. That's a loss of seven.
2: Oscar McWood was the bottom of the pile, helped out by the other Warriors around him. 6'2", 205-pound two, senior linebacker who's got 52 tackles on the year to lead the team. Second and 17, they scrimmage from the far hash. Trip to the right again, they send... A second man to the left. That's Ben Spahn. They want Spahn down the left side over his outstretched arms at the 15-yard line and incomplete.
3: Had him wide open. A- a- again, Jeremy, just a little miscommunication down the field. Uh, receiver looking one way, pass came the other
2: way. Delamonte and Lance Williams on the coverage. Delamonte now having a discussion with his head coach on the near sideline. He's buttoned up with the hoodie under the warm brother rice coat without a hat here tonight head's got to be cold <laughs> third down and 17 clock stopped at 10 12 to go here in the fourth 22 nothing warriors divine trial trying to slice into that Booth has the snap, faces pressure, throws it complete down to the 24-yard line, but he's well shy of a first down. That's Grant Rising with his first reception here.
3: Hits him in motion, and that's a big play. I mean, low pass, he had to slide to make that catch at the 25-yard line, but Jeremy, he hits him in motion. He might still be running.
2: So it's a fourth down and eight. They gain back all the lost yardage there in the sack. Paulie Fortino trotting back out there on defense here for Brother Rice. Rocco Milia, the the man in the secondary, aligned on the far side. Booth looks to throw that direction. Rolls out, flushed out. Ball is popped up in the air, juggled a few times. Incomplete. Ben Spahn was the intended target. And back to get a piece of it was Stewart playing on defense as well at the corner position.
3: You know what? You can't blame the cornerback again that time, Jeremy. He had him out there. He had the yardage needed. You just see these guys turning their head. Watch that ball in, young man.
2: Another turnover on downs. Each team doing that to each other here as the Warriors... Take it back on their own 25-yard line. The clock frozen at 921, and you've got to think they'll try to churn the clock as much as they can with a 22-to-zip lead here. Twins aside for the Warriors. They move left to right in the fourth quarter. Coulter out there in the gun. Has Eck his loan back to his left. They get it right to him on first down. Eck, nice run, scurrying past the 30, up just shy of the 35 to the 34-yard line. And that's just a yard shy of a first down as well.
3: Well, this is exactly what Brother Rice wants to do. Now you're up 22, clock is running nine minutes of the game. You head to the barn, you grab the boots, you grab your overalls, and you just start milking that clock. Honestly, just get out of here with the win and think about your
2: opponent next week. Let's actually take Quaiser. Yeah. On the run, it's Eck in now. Difference of 28 and 29 in the numbers. Hard to tell sometimes. Second and one, they'll throw it. area has it complete. Trying to shimmy-shake himself into some more yardage. Has a first down at the 25. Whirled into his own bench. Just shy of the 40-yard line. And there's some frustrated Falcons now who maybe gave him an extra lick while he was on the white paint at a bounce. First down, Clock keeps running. Jeremy Otto alongside Sean Belisian here from the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. Wisner Stadium in Pontiac, Michigan, a home game here tonight for Brother Ice. They played a few here, and other home games actually have been here this year, haven't they? They played at Lawrence Tech last year. Yeah. Right side run and tripped up right as he crossed the line of scrimmages. Ben Eck there gains a yard up to the 40 yard line called second and nine now
3: really love going to the old stadiums like this Jeremy this is my second time here this year I was here for the Catholic Central brother rice game and uh, just love a beautiful old stadium like this
2: twins Society two stacked up right in front of us here on the near sideline just outside of the four for 40. Another snap that's going to bobble in. Takes a ground ball hands it off behind to Eck and he is whirled behind the line of scrimmage. It looks like they're going to give him forward progress to the original line that time. Dirty work being done all the way around by that divine child defensive front Nicholas Seiber the principal man there. It's third and ten. Yeah I pray
3: play didn't have a prayer again another low snap that's something that brother rice is definitely going to have to work on and by the time Eck got the ball everybody on the other side of the ball knew where it was going and he didn't have a chance so third and long now for the warriors
2: 641 left on that winding clock here in the fourth the warriors lead at 22 nothing scrimmaging from their own 39 yard line colter takes the Stomach high snap and is tripped up from behind. Didn't see it coming at the 32-yard line and just getting a big paw on Coulter. There is Plocha that time. Just a three-man
3: rush, Jeremy, and that kid beat two men to just put a paw on the quarterback and knock him down. So a tremendous play by a really good player, Brady Plocha. As you mentioned, six five two seventy, getting plenty of looks.
2: Brother, they said timeout to Child on the PA, but I think Brother Rice actually called the timeout. Six thirteen remaining here in the fourth quarter, twenty two to nothing in favor of Brother Rice. Will have to punt it away on fourth and fifteen here. haven't been able to completely ice this game quite yet. I mean, it feels that way according to the score. Looks like the other undefeated team in the Catholic High School League will hang on to a victory here today. Catholic Central up big over Walt Lake Northern 34-7. to Hager able to catch a touchdown. his Second touchdown in the last few weeks for Dan Anderson's team. That's a dangerous team heading into potentially some deep rounds in the state playoffs this year. So again, Avarice, the other undefeated team in the Catholic League, will take on a winless Rochester Hills Lutheran Northwest team tomorrow. It's a 1 o'clock kick. Loyola has himself a forfeit win. They'll take on the winner of Ligon and Clintendale next week. And Foley takes on a winless Madison Heights-Madison tomorrow. Those... Games brought to you via our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Line drive punt that's going to be fair caught at the 36-yard line on the far hash. And with 6.07 remaining here in the fourth quarter, Divine Child has the football back down 22-0. Well, the other teams in this district have already told you that Orchard Lake St. Mary's had what looked to be a pretty good lead on Pinckney. Garden City taking on South Lion East on the road here tonight. It's a 3-3 Cougars team compared to a 4-2 team from South Lion. Then Redford Thurston traveled to undefeated Chelsea here today. Chelsea has had a really nice run in the last three years. They're undefeated again coming into the state playoffs. This pass deflected at the line of scrimmage here and they'll call it incomplete as the ball floated 10 yards to the 41 yard line. Brother Rice getting 95 and again. Aristotle Taylor having quite a night. The senior defensive lineman at second and 10.
3: Yeah, he's a good looking player. 6 seven, 235. Uh, you've seen him make a lot of plays in this game here on WDTK Detroit.
2: Trips right, one to the near side. Outside snap, handled fine by Booth. Airs it out, looking to float it in front of the Warrior bench. Right at the sticks, it's incomplete. Through the hands of Lorenzo Vitti. Again, Stewart, who's had a couple nice plays on defense recently, was on coverage right in front of our eyes here.
3: Don't do anything silly, though. You know, guys are starting to, you know, show a little swag or anything. Don't do anything stupid and take a penalty or... You know, take a personal foul or anything like that, Jeremy. You're 5.56 away from a win here in the playoffs. Let it play out.
2: If your brother Rice, that time has to be ticking oh so slowly, but they are going to call a timeout here. It's third down and 10 for Divine Child. 5.56 left to play in the game. 22-0 in favor of the Warriors here on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, and Siena Heights University.
10: I want to share something with you from Carl Sagan. Here it is. Quote, One of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We're no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge, even to ourselves, that we've been taken.
0: The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot.
2: Third down and ten for Brother Rice. They nice scrimmage from their own thirty-nine yard line here. Five fifty-six to go in a twenty-two to nothing fourth quarter. Vinny Booth has the snap for Divine Child, and he is smacked down to the turf at the twenty-seven yard line. Again, two or three Warriors rushing in on him. That it's defensive Andoni line. who made the sack.
3: My apologies, Jeremy. That defensive line has just been outstanding today. No no other way to say it. They really have been.
2: Divine Child forced to punt it away as 7 Rocco Millie is back to receive another punt at the 40-yard line. 5.22 left to play in the fourth. 22 nothing. Brother Rice. Minkowski maybe with the last punt of his career. Line drive dart that comes down to Millie. He fumbles the football at the 31-yard line, and in the end, I think he recovered the football.
3: Yeah. Kind of jumped sideways on it down there. Uh, that's the last thing you want to do. You want to, you know, you have the ball right now, Jeremy. You just you, you want to put this game on, pardon the pun, ice. Kind of like your poor legs right now. <laughs> there are icicles down Jeremy Otto's leg right now. This
2: water's going to be frozen, I think, soon. Yeah. As Marcus Burns called our on-site engineer, Brian Bolesky, back in our WDTK studios. Jeremy Otto alongside Sean Belisian here in your Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. Six minutes left in the game. Howell 15, Heartland 9. Mm. Berkeley 17, Royal Oak 14 in the third quarter. Stevenson now with a 49-6 to lead over Westland. Mm. John Glenn 6.38 left, 74-yard touchdown for Stevenson. Caden Woodall. I'm going to go ahead and guess Caden Woodall. On the ground to the right side, Stewart to the 40-yard line of Divine Child, to the 20, to the 15, and rumbling his way on a slide to the 11-yard line, and Brother Rice is looking to get their fourth touchdown of the night. It
3: was like everybody else was in slow motion on that play, Except for number eleven, Miko Stewart. He just kept going. And by the time the defense woke up, you know, they had to try to catch him down inside the fifteen yard line. They're gonna mark it at the fifteen yard line, as a matter of fact.
2: Orchard Lake St. Mary's has officially defeated Pinckney thirty-eight to fourteen. They will take on the winner of this game here tonight. Brother Rice has it on the Vine Child fifteen yard line here as they Get a handoff to the right. Ack lowers his shoulder, moves the football to the 15, oh, Russell's on the good turf good. and makes sure he hangs on to that football, which he does. It's a gain of four on first down. Clarkson now up 21-7 to in a QB sneak. It's over Oxford, 527 to play in the game via your Lions count, the credit union scoreboard. Second and five, they gave him a spot up to the 15 officially there. Or make that the 10, I beg your pardon.
3: They are wasting some time off the clock right now. Make no mistake about that. Good job by Coulter. Trips left, he throws
2: right. Outstanding catch through the arms of his wide receiver. Lock area in the right side is going to bring up a third and five. Stops the clock. At 3.35 with Brother Rice leading 22-zip. You know, just as I'm giving them credit for milking that clock, he
3: <laughs> goes back and throws like that and stops the clock. <laughs> Come on, a couple more runs. Let's get out of here. We all want to go in our heated cars. I have one more. I have one
2: more. That guy's cold, too. <laughs> Third and five as the cry comes from the Brother Rice fans here. Trips to the left. 3.35 left in the ball game. Coulter has it. Stewart to his right. He runs it left then zigzags right, trying to reverse field and get through the crowd. Still fighting on his feet to the five-yard line. A late flag comes in. And that spot looks like it's going to give him a first down as they nearly gave him the four. Now let's see what the call is
3: here. It's going to be a first down. Let's see what the officials talk about down there. It was right about where the tackle was made.
2: Sportsman-like against Divine Child. Half the distance. Not going to move it much further, but they're still in a great position here with a 22-0 lead. The clock stopped right now because of the penalty at 323.
3: Let's see uh, if they punch this in here. They could milk it if they wanted to. I have a feeling they're going to want to punch this in. They are.
2: Stewart gets the call. Is he in? Bryce thinks so. No signal touchdown. yet. And they do signal a touchdown here. Brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. The Warriors with a comfortable four score lead with 316 remaining in this pre district game. Yeah, you just, you know what happens,
3: Jeremy? Yeah, you, you just, you grind a team down, and that's exactly what they did. Again, it all starts with defense for this Rice team, but you grind them down, you get a couple big runs, and certainly it was 11 on that drive that did the
2: damage. One rushing man in for Divine Child to try to drop block that extra point, but it is up, and it is good. the lead for brother rice 316 to go in the ball game right here on the patriots stick with us
0: the chsl game of the week is sponsored by
8: alliance catholic credit union and the student connection there's a lot going on right now and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it bringing you the weather the traffic and breaking news all while entertaining you 24 hours a day
2: fourth quarter. It's 29-0 in favor of the home team. Brother Rice the tenants of Wisner Stadium here in Pontiac, Michigan. Brother Rice punching in another touchdown. It's Stewart who deserves one I think today. He's had a solid game on the ground. The ball come loose there at the 25-yard line. Some oohs and ahs <laughs> as Divine hit. Child tried to get that football back, and now there's some more pushing and shoving on the ground. All right, boys, you don't want this to get too ugly here, this especially is exactly if you're Brother what we Rice. Talked
3: about. This is exactly what we talked about, Jeremy. Don't be a hero down there. You get yourself a penalty. You get thrown out of a game. Nobody needs that right now.
2: Brother Rice coaching staff telling everybody to get over to the Near sideline here with this game and these snaps not meaning anything down the stretch. 29-0 with three minutes left to play in the fourth quarter. Lions Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And Once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured, by the NCUA. Booth takes a first down and 10 snap, fades back to the right side, it's incomplete as he skips it into his own bench there on the far sideline, and with three minutes left, they will stop the clock at a second and 10. Warriors
3: making some changes out there on number 65, Brock Roy checks in, 5'11", 270. Listed as an offensive lineman, but uh, they're putting the big man in the middle
2: a disruptor on that defensive line. Trips left. One to the far side. Booth looking to air it out to his right. That's actually Robert Lillane, the sophomore backup. 6'3", 205 pounds out there. He saw some time when Vinnie Booth was out with an injury for a pair of weeks. Coming into the game, 9 for 14 for 60 yards in a pick. Completed a pass. Makes it third down. And two fires one to the left side just a dropping little slant by Grant rising He makes the catch for a first down at the 46
3: well, Clock will stop momentarily, and then they'll start it right up again with
2: 233 to go So the young sophomore trying to put together a possible touchdown drive here in his first reps in the playoffs He's in the gun, one running back to his right hip, fades it up near side, rising the hoops player, gets up and gets that one at the 25-yard line and finally fades down to the 20. He's got some size out there, and he uses that to his advantage for his second straight catch.
3: I'll, I'll tell you what, that may have been his best throw of the night as well, Vinny Booth. Now, he has been the victim of some drops here tonight, but that was just a lovely
2: throw. Trips right for Lillane here. He's got it. Looks to the far sideline. A little off is that throw, but I think he (laughs) saw that touchdown caught by the man it wasn't intended to as he (laughs) scores to the right side. Ben Spahn able to get another one to end his junior year. another good throw by the
3: sophomore. Let me correct myself. I I said Vinny Booth. That, of course, was uh, Lillane, the sophomore quarterback. Two beautiful throws, and they're in the end zone.
2: You bet. 2.02 to go, 29 to 6. And Minkowski will have a chance to kick at least one more extra point in his Divine Child and high school football career. Kicking with the wind as it blows right to left, and he is going to sail that one through. Divine Child will not be shut out here tonight. 29 to 7 with 2.02 to go another Siena Heights University score. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Now time to name our Student Connection Player of the Game. The Student Connection is uniquely designed for success. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. What do you think tonight? You know what? I, I We can have a
3: conversation about this if you like, but I, I think you brought it up earlier.
2: How, how about 11? Sure. Do you like that, Miko Stewart? Yeah, I mean... It won't be glorious in terms of his line, but I think he got some tough yardage there at the running back spot and got some key first downs, got another touchdown for the Warriors here down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. It's your student connection player of the game, uniquely designed for success, any subject, any grade, anywhere. Can I make another su- suggestion? Yeah, it's almost like hockey. You know how they have the three stars.
3: Yep. Can we give our second star to Marcus Burns? Sure. Because yeah. not only did he do a great job with the on-site engineering and and deal with this in, in minus thirty-one degrees, but he brought candy for us. He did. Yes. So I'm going to give him early a, Halloween. Candy. I'm going to give him the second star tonight.
2: Two o two remaining here in the fourth. Twenty nine to seven. The Warriors are going to take on Orchard Lake-St. Mary's next week as they defeated Pinckney, another Catholic League versus Catholic League matchup here in the district play. There's going to be three district games this year because of the extended format. So a pre-district, a district semifinal, a district final, and then your standard regional semifinal state championship. Where are the state championships? We don't know at this point.
3: Well, again, Jeremy, the difference a week can make this time of year. Right now, looking at the extended forecast, how does 64 degrees sound? No way. Really? 64 next Friday. Really?
2: Yep. That's great. (laughs) Let's hope it stays that way. It's too bad for the kids tomorrow night. It isn't a, a little bit warmer. A minute 58 remaining in the fourth quarter. Brother Rice takes it back. Mark check the junior backup quarterback, is seeing some time. False start against the Warriors there. We've Don't seen that. Stop uh, the clock. <laughs> We've seen that a good amount of times tonight. It hasn't hurt them start to the entirety car, of uh, what this game will look like. Come on, boys.
3: First and 15 from the 14-yard
2: line. Korchak takes his first snap here today. His duty is to hand it off to the left side, get a clean exchange, make sure the running back holds on to the football. Those two things happen. Unfortunately for Brother Rice in the second unit, they are a a yard behind the line of scrimmage. The clock continues to move, though, second and long, with a buck 37 to go here in our Catholic League Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit.
3: Well, good news is uh, you have a situation where right now Divine Child isn't uh, electing to use those timeouts, so they're milking it all the way down. Get the snap off with one twenty to go. Good hard run that time up past the 10-yard line to about the 11. A lot of pushing. Don't do that. There's your flags.
2: Mm. One of the last thing that Brother Rice wants to see is, like you said, anybody be tossed out of this game. Not saying it's gotten to that point, but you never know. A lot of your second stringers in, but you don't want to lose any depth here in the state playoffs. And, and of course, he talked about it with me a couple days ago. He said, look, we are one of the few teams in Metro Detroit to have five days fully in classes. We've had a good amount of quarantine players out. You look at Catholic Central and De La Salle, they had six starters out of those games due to the quarantine with others coming in contact. They did not have COVID-19, but you still have to quarantine for 14 days because of it. So he said, hey, look, it's going to take some luck for us to make a run all things considered due to that fact, but they're going to cruise to a victory here in week one of the playoffs and take on a team they've already seen this week and beaten. They won that game off a 36-yard field goal against Orchard Lake St. Mary's by Connor Kolka. What a story that is. He says, hey, I'm not going to play football this year. I was a starting kicker on the junior varsity team. I'm going to focus on swimming. couple kickers go down via injury. He sends an email to the oh, Brother Ray staff. He says, hey, you need help? He says, yeah, we do. He comes back and kicks a, a game-winning field goal. Has helped them on special teams down the stretch. They have gotten one of those kickers back in Owen Party, who they like the sophomore, but they're still going to use both of them going forward. You like to hear those kind of things as they are in a punting formation. Will they have to snap the ball? That is the question. The clock is down to seven seconds left. It is fourth down and 15, down to three seconds left. The Brother Rice fans clanging their bells because their team is moving on. They avoid what could have been another upset for the second straight year in the first round of the state playoffs. They lost last year in a game nobody saw them losing. To Flint Kersley, the final score 29 to 7 in favor of the Home Warriors here today. More post-game when we get back on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
12: Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Stay tuned
0: for the post-game show next on The
12: Patriot.
10: Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK, The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on and it's light. It's now the mash. It's now The Monster Mash.
2: Broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK Detroit. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK, the Patriot. I have to ask you
3: a question. Yeah. Okay. Now that song is a classic, right? Everybody knows the Monster Mash, sure. right? Yep. And, and yes, I'm old, uh-huh. but I wasn't alive when the song came out. Okay. But with that being said, you didn't know I was going to give you music trivia tonight, did you?
2: I didn't. No, you gave me field trivia, now music okay. trivia.
3: Who who performed the Monster Mash?
2: You know, I, I saw this the other day. Did you really? I, I saw this so the other So you day. know? I don't know. You're not going to remember I, it. <laughs> I don't remember it. We were playing it at home, and I'm like, oh, that's an interesting name. Is it Ray something? No. No. Boris Pickett. Boris Pickett, yes, okay. Yes. And what other hits did Boris Pickett have? Can you um, name the Monster Mash <laughs> and then the Mash of Monsters? I don't know. <laughs> well, for the Rice defensive line mash today, 29-7, to the final score in this one. They'll move on next week to take on Orchard Lake St. Mary's. To be honest, that's a team I don't know a whole lot about. I don't know if you've seen them at all this year. They haven't played in two weeks, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays because they had to be in quarantine. They were one of the teams that caught COVID-19. I looked back at MHSA.com, and I don't think either of those counted towards a forfeit loss, which I guess only really matters in a you know, a situation of seeding at this point. But uh, their opponents must have found another game in uh, respect of weeks five and six to make that a reality. But Catholic League versus Catholic League, Central Division versus Central Division, you really don't see that too often no. in the state playoffs. So that should be fun.
3: No, and and I, I'm with you. And, and, Jeremy, you know I have not had a chance to see them. And I think there's such a big difference, then, and you know this, then when you're looking at scores and you have an opportunity to see a team. So I, I'm with you. I, I only know what I've seen from the scores. But um, you know what? What I thought I'd see out of Brother Rice tonight, I saw out of Brother Rice. Uh, this is a team that has a whole heck of a lot of defense. That's their calling card. Make no mistake about it. But, but that offense needs a little work. And uh, they scored 29 points tonight. But I think you know what you're going to hear uh, everybody say, and 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 really, uh, starting with Coach K, is, hey guys, we have to be better if we want to make a run that longtime Brother Rice fans and alums are used to. They're going to have to be better offensively, Jeremy. Make no mistake about that.
2: Check some of the final scores around the state of Michigan and some games tomorrow in the Catholic High School League when we get back here on the Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University.
3: Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Bellegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway, right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015. AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot.
0: The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next
2: Scores in your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Gabriel Richard able to get an easy victory over Springport. Bouncing back after a 35-0 loss last week in the first game of the Purple Championship over at Catholic Central. 42-6 is the final score in that one for Tom Michelson's team. Orchard Lake St. Mary's able to defeat Pinckney as they will take on Brother Rice next week. Here in the first week of the playoffs as well. On the other end, uh, you have a couple other games tomorrow. Everest Collegiate versus Rochester Hills Lutheran Northwest. That's an 0-6 Northwest team to take on an undefeated Everest team. Loyola 5-1 to start the year. Uh, They did not have to play a game this week because of a forfeit loss to New Haven. Bishop Foley, a 5-1 Bishop Foley team, will take on a winless Madison team who's 0-6. Our Lady of the Lakes also winless. They've had a Tough go-about with even getting on the field with COVID-19 and everything that surrounds it, and some other opponents may be getting it as well. At Shrine, Shrine is kind of depleted on their roster. Only 14 guys coming into play. They're 4-2, though. They've lost their last two, and Cardinal Mooney will take on Sterling Heights Parkway. Christian, that's a 3-3. Three and three christian team any games to look out for tomorrow outside of the the catholic league no
3: you know to me jeremy this is such an intriguing time because again you opened it up and i I don't think it's a bad idea i i I always used to have fun you know on selection sunday as they call it uh i used to have fun i maybe 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 we shouldn't have that fun anymore maybe we (laughs) should open it up like this it's uh it's going to be fun to keep an eye on that and uh Busy day all around the great state of Michigan.
2: Right off the gun, without knowing a lot about what the matchup could bring, who you got next week? Orchard Lake St. Mary's and Brother Rice.
3: Boy, I, I'll tell you, the way Rice is playing defense, it's it's they they look tough. There's no no other way to say that. You know, I I don't think that they're they're going to make a you know a really long run, but in a game like that, I'm going to take uh, the Warriors'
2: defense over the Eaglets. We'll see. Saw some close games around the state, and you're seeing some of those 0-6s compete. Oak Park trying to defeat Grosse Pointe South. Haven't seen a score lately, but they were winning 6-3 near halftime, I think, at uh, one point. That was a game that started a little bit later because it's airing on Fox Sports. Detroit kicking off at around 7.35. But uh, we'll bring another game next week, possibly two. Stay tuned to PatriotDetroit.com and at WDTKCHSL on social media as well to find out where we are going next week. For my broadcast partner, Sean Belation, Marcus Burns here on site, Brian Belaski back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. I'm Jeremy Otto. Have a great Halloween, everybody. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400.